everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in the really real Ghostbusters in Terrorvision, part seven of our really real Ghostbusters in Terrorvision game. If this is your uh, today is March eighteenth, two thousand and twenty-three, and you are loved that is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games <laughs> what overlay oh, i'm worried now incredible incredible hold hold it was me. the, the uh -huh! <laughs> i am a professional <laughs> this i've been doing this for five years and this is my magnum opus uh <laughs> this is why like this is where my my confidence comes through obviously uh if this is your first time joining us and you'd like to see me fuck up the stream so much so many times feel free to join us at youtube.com slash indoor adventures we post every game that we play here on the channel or you can go hey like we're live on twitch you found us now we're also on mondays hey maybe soon sundays as well we're gonna have all sorts of stuff that'll be coming up but the best way to keep a track of that as it comes out is obviously to join us on youtube join us on twitch uh we also have an after show that we do on patreon called knights in the courtyard where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community so if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk feel free to join us at patreon.com slash indoor adventures and again uh you can post those questions that you have in the twitch chat to the side or you can join us on our discord the link can be found in the twitch chat to the side or in the description of this video or audio cast down below now let's say you already support us on discord you already support us on youtube and twitch and all of those other wonderful places and you're trying to think to yourself where can i go to help support this fantastic show even more well guess what acorns got your back quite literally in fact because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com we got t-shirts we got posters we got crop tops we got throw pillows we got shower curtains journals uh uh clocks we also have face masks designed by our very own cyberwolf 1201 where all of the proceeds go to help support doctors without borders so again if you would like to help support a good cause or possibly help support the show you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com that is indoor adventure no s at the end dot redbubble.com but i have finished making a fool of myself <laughs> hey ted who are you playing today i am playing ted uh big stretch for me uh but we uh and we both use he him pronouns we don't have the order who's going next <laughs> it's you surprise it's me? Yes. great oh hey everybody <laughs> it's me Dracula. um as per usual tonight i am playing natalie collins and the two of us use she they pronouns Hello, everybody. I am the Indoor Adventurer, and tonight I shall be playing as uh, Maurice Williams. We both use the he-hims uh, for our pronouns. I'm Lex, and I will be playing the Ghostmaster. Um, I don't know why I went German for that, but that's fine. It's, listen, everybody. Hellboy 2, Ghost, oh. German. Uh so welcome to the really real Ghostbusters. Can you spot all the '80s movies references? <laughs> put put as many as you see in Discord, and uh, we'll we'll rank you later. Uh, but hey, 
if you want to participate right now in the show, in this very moment, we've got a way to do that. You can spend those channel points for the low, low price of just 1,000 of them. You get to give a brownie point to one of the characters. What's a brownie point, you ask? It's the character's currency to gaining levels, to getting roles better. It's also their hit points. It's everything important in this game of West End Games Ghostbusters RPG, published in 1986 as a movie tie-in, which is what we play every week asterisk most weeks and (laughs) uh we've been having a great time here but let's let's get serious for a minute what happened last time (laughs) do i remember electrical shenanigans as i recall that's what happened last time lots of wiring that's that's what we need to get get serious about everybody don't play with the electricity it's very dangerous when there's a live wire, don't touch it. Leave that to the professionals, like the Ghostbusters. They'll handle it, <laughs> especially if that electricity is haunted. They can deal with it. Protect your outlets. Yes. Don't get G.I. Joe involved. You call the Ghostbusters. Only they can handle these things. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, if we just had those little uh, child-proof thingies on the outlets in the... um. In the place where you folks were last yeah. session, oh, yeah, yeah, you would yeah. have easily defeated the opponent. They would have never been able to jump into Look, any of the This outlets. is why we need to childproof all mega corporate buildings. That's true. <laughs> That's true. In case um, of 80 shenanigans. So the Ghostbusters uh, uh, caught an electrical ghost. There was a lot of mayhem, there was a lot of destruction. Uh, there was a lot of accusations of property sabotage or corporate espionage. The security guards were not happy about it, but the Ghostbusters showed them by just unleashing the ghost again that they had captured and letting the guards try and deal with it. It was a good move. Um, meanwhile, uh, many of the Ghostbusters booked it out of the Nakatome uh, Corporation headquarters in order to pursue some other aspects of this uh, delightful Saturday morning cartoon mystery. Uh, while one of them went to the police station to deal with questioning from this incident, they learned their own interesting things, such as something's happening with the detective Del Crenshaw. It's mm. urgent. What could it be? Also, something odd is happening with all the cases connected to the Ghostbusters, as if they're being covered up. But why? Uh, and what else happened after that? Oh, the Ghostbusters got the, the main team, the rest of the team got back to their headquarters. Ted played around with a dimensional transmitter and blew it up. He also saw the infinite when he did this. So that was fun. Now he has visions of a strange Tesla pyramid in a ghost realm. What could it mean? Who knows? He's going to find out because he's been researching it the whole way to their next destination, which was getting to New Jersey. That's right, everyone. This is the, you know what? Just turn it off now. This is good. It's we're in New Jersey. So it's the worst episode of the season. (laughs) The New Jersey episode. The New Jersey Mm -hmm. episode. It's you've got, it's going to be, it's going to smell bad. I'm sorry in advance. (laughs) Uh, but introducing smell vision for this episode yes it's just new jersey trash uh (laughs) but seriously the party took the winnebago down to a special uh a 
a a nice old Victorian house on a scenic lake in New Jersey where a movie is being shot, specifically a horror movie. There's an Italian director involved. They're searching for the missing Vince Tanaka, a Nakatome engineer, who they know has been messing around with these dimensional transmitter technologies. And it's uh, pretty spooky. So let's find out what Ted learned on their way to New Jersey. The five-hour drive down. Okay. Uh, no ghost eye. Let's not start it off. I'm gonna. We're mm. manifesting here. I would love or, to start off. With or the eye. anti, the, whatever d manifesting, whatever the opposite of manifesting is, is what we're trying <laughs> to do here. Mm. High roll. No ghost eye. Here we go. Nineteen. No. And Nineteen eye. and no ghost eye. All right. Okay. Um, remind me exactly what you were looking up. Yes, I think uh, I was looking up what I saw. This this ghost zone, as I've been ghost temporarily zone. calling it, mostly because we have just been on a Danny Phantom kick here. Uh, oh. But but uh, whatever that realm was, where I assume where ghosts come from. Um, mm-hmm. Do I know any? <laughs> uh, this is where ghosts come from. You know. Uh, the ghost stork brings the ghosts over to our world. It's the whole That's thing. True. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, that just anything I could. Is there references of this? What this place is? Does it have a name? Uh, is the ghost zone going to be what I'm dubbing it now, having been the first person to ever see it? Things like that. There are many references to the kind of place you have described okay. in different occult texts, though the most common is limbo. Okay. Uh, specifically, this is like that way station, right? Where you die and your spirit goes somewhere before they move on, they pass through here. This strange nebulous realm. It is basically the border between the real world and the various 79 dead worlds, as we know. The um, There's never any mention of any kind of structures in there. None okay. of the books have anything to say about anything like that. So that strikes you as very strange. But there are lots of references of people uh, when they're trying to open uh, gateways to another world it is maybe easiest to open a doorway to limbo because it's you know there's at least layers to get through mm-hmm. and there have been some cases of not only people uh pulling spirits through but also people going in mm. okay. so yeah it's definitely some kind of thing there's also some random references to like some of the odder metaphysical stuff where it's like, okay, sometimes the limbo can be, uh, can act as like a mirror reflection of the real world in certain mm. ways. But usually different kind of supernatural forces have to be at work to make that happen. Uh, yeah. So it might be that the thing you saw either was brought there maybe already existed there or actually exists in the real world and this is like a mirror of it okay all right very interesting because perhaps it has some sort of connection to limbo sure sure um, yeah no all this i mean the concept that i learned of this when dealing with a transmitter and it seemed to be in my mind i'm 
assuming this is some kind of transmitter on the other side, like it's a go-between, like a two-way radio. Um, okay, very interesting. Um, now I want to ask real quick, we had a brownie point redemption, uh, but I don't know who it was to, so please, Chad, let us know. Just so we know who's getting that brownie point. Mm-hmm. It's important stuff. Uh, oh, the party, after they got to this house, so after after Ted looked up all that info on the ride over, the party uh, pulled up to this house. There was, you know, the film crew stuff, people working outside. Uh, they ran into Mike, the AD. Mm. And when they asked about Tanaka, Mike was like, tried to explain and then stopped himself. I was like, maybe you better just come inside. Party opened up the doors. And were immediately accosted by a young woman covered in blood <gasps> mm. and just screaming, screaming her head off. And then suddenly there was noises. People were upset. It turned out it's a movie set. And it, and she stopped and she was like, oh, I got to redo it. That take is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. And you, you folks are standing in the lobby. Uh, they're trying to reset. Mike the AD is sort of trying to usher you off of the set. But that's what's... Oh, and Mallory has wandered off. Where did she go? Classic Mallory. She's always got her own own agenda she's doing. Lone wolf. (laughs) Loose cannon. Loose cannon. Every group needs one. We all need a wild card. Yeah, to say this true. is literally a loo- uh, we've got a loose cannon, literally with a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, smoking off. cigarettes, being really, you know, Mallory really is perfect for that role too because yeah. she's so cool. <laughs> yeah, she's that's just... also true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, was this a cop procedural? She would constantly be like, "Listen." give me your gun and badge, you're off the force, and then would still continue to do all of the things as oh, a yeah. Oh, yeah. cop. Like, mm-hmm. But this is the Ghostbusters, so we don't have that kind of, like, we Dynamic. just let it slide. Yeah, yeah. it's just fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, oh, well. As long as the ghost gets busted, really. Yeah, yeah they're a kook. Well, just keep going. Like That's how it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. What are people doing? Okay, so we want to find Vince Tanaka. Did they, like, he said that, I mean, the guy said that he wanted to talk to us about that anyway. So, like, we should hear him out first, probably. Mm. That'd be my guess. Uh, Let's try and and get as much info as we can before we case the place would be my guess. Yeah, especially it sounds like they're going to shoot again. Like, continue shooting, we should probably try to do that before the scene starts up again yeah right now the director is uh just yelling at someone pre rosso pre pre blue pre rosso and just yelling at this guy with holding a light (laughs) and the guy just like holds up like a light gel and like puts a blue gel over the light (laughs) and he's like he's like pui pui and the guy like takes another gel and puts it up over the light um so that's happening off to the side uh the director is very adamant about their colored lights uh mike the ad is ushering you off to the side he's like yeah so about 
Vince, um, he showed up here a few days ago. Uh, Dario, gestures at the director, uh, invited him, and he was hanging out. Um, and well, you know, uh, we just we kind of lost him. Uh, no, no one knows exactly where he is. His car is still here, so we're pretty sure he didn't leave. And no one found any uh, any evidence that he left the building. Like no snow, no footprints in the snow. But heck, we can't find him in the building. So it's been. Uh, and he like checks his watch. He's like, uh, it's been you know, like over twenty four hours. <laughs> And uh, I'm really worried about legal liabilities. So if you folks have any idea where he might be or could find him, that would be that would re really that would really uh, not put the production back at all. I'm, I'm kind of worried about that. Well, we were kind of here hoping that you all would know where he is. So I guess we're a little closer to that, but not quite there. Did he come in a vehicle, or was he brought here by someone? Oh yeah, no, he drove, uh, and yeah, his car's outside. It's um, it's parked over by the shed, and he sort of gestures out a window, and you see there's a, a nice sort of work shed, and there's like a couple cars parked there, but there's um, one in particular that he seems to indicate is Vince's vehicle. It's a Lincoln. <laughs> it's a Lincoln. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think Marie sort of like clocks that and just, okay, so he couldn't have gotten very far. Uh, where was his, uh, where did you, where was he last when anybody last saw him here? Oh, um, you know, I think, um, I know some of the last people to talk to him were, um, he thinks for a minute as I look at my notes real quick the uh, i think tom our our makeup guy might have might have seen him uh or or maybe uh or maybe hotter hotter might have seen him too he's um uh hotter, hotter's over in the den uh tom is in the is in the kitchen working on some some effects uh all right I like. Uh, I think Ted got it. Uh, Ted's got. Uh, Ted's gotten everything so far. Everything to do with all of the uh, production here. Mm -hmm. um, this is right up my alley. Uh, yeah. So, uh, why don't we? Well, I'm gonna go talk to the makeup guy. Sure. Because, uh, well, that's where I'll go. So I'm gonna make that known to the, everybody. The rest of the group. I'm gonna go. You come with me or not? I'm just. In theory, at this point, if they're shooting, maybe they're not doing makeup, so like it won't be like we're interrupting mm -hmm. anything, because I'm assuming the makeup's where it needs to be, although I think back to the girl covered in blood, so maybe not, who knows. Uh, but yeah, that's where I'm going to go. I was uh, honestly thinking about maybe hitting the green room. You know, if they got uh, a few snacks, actors uh, waiting around, maybe some Perrier, uh, you know, maybe uh, people would, would be willing to, uh, you know, maybe talk about it. Mm. There are the So there is because there's the, the actors, specifically the the um, woman who was in this scene they were trying to shoot that they had to cut and they're resetting for. Yeah. So she's off to the side, like looking over a script. Um. So she might. You could also attempt to talk to the Italian director, but 
let me tell you something. It might be tough. You uh, could guess Italian. I, I'm actually, I'm gonna try <laughs> oh, and guess some Italian. Uh, oh, I know boy. it's a lot of like speaking with your hands. I've always heard that. Fifty percent um, of the language. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think. Oh, uh, so, yeah. So you're gonna. Uh, so you're gonna do that. Ted is gonna head to makeup. What is? Uh, what is Natalie gonna do? Um, I think I would actually like to go out and investigate around the vehicle. Sure. We're dividing and conquering here. Split the party three ways. What's the worst that can yeah. happen? We've got two walkies, so, you know. We do. We actually we do have, have two, two walkies <laughs> this time. So you're splitting the party one too many ways, but you can do a little <laughs> bit of contact. Be fine. Be fine. There, look, it's really, we just split it two ways. There's in the house <laughs> and then not in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's say. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's do Maurice first, because okay. Maurice is uh, talking to the people who are closest. Uh, uh, Maurice, you, uh, you as you're walking over, uh, everyone's sort of splitting up their separate ways. Um, Mike, the AD, goes and starts helping move some stuff around. He, maybe he's like helping with sound, getting that reset. And the um, you see uh, the actress, who was the main character in the scene, walks into the adjoining room which looks like the den which mm. has some other people in it uh meanwhile the director yeah is talking to these lighting people okay um yeah he'll uh he'll go over to talk to the director uh or and like he'll have like his ghostbuster identification ready just to show that like he's not part of the crew Uh, he 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 stops. What he always doing? Or you get his attention? He looks over. He's like, "Kise, kise." Ghostbuster, Maurice. He looks at your, uh, looks at your thing. He squints at it. He looks at you. He's like, "Uh, uh, electricista." <laughs> uh, paranormal ghosts. <laughs> It's just like Spectro. <laughs> it just looks like very confused. Uh Vince Tanaka. Vince. Uh 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 like kind of shrugs his shoulders. Vince. I uh... Um Amico de Vince. C He's like, ah, we got defense. And he gives you a big hug. Pats and just, um, uh, uh, Donde Vince. <laughs> Donde Vince. <laughs> <laughs> Donde Esta Vince. He's just like, he's, he's Donde Esta. Uh, he, he's like, ah, Lavore con il computer? And he's like... Uh, Do you want to make a guess roll to see yeah. what he's talking about? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to use two brownie <laughs> points for this. Oh, okay. Uh, or no, no, no. Okay, so that was a flat brains, but I should have also rolled... Uh, I should have rolled 3d6 for my guess. Uh, so it would have been a 23. Oh, that's great. Or a 22, not 23, but... This 
this man you're not sure if he can read english which is why like he looked at the card and it didn't seem to have any effect mm-hmm. on him uh he he thinks you're an electrician uh he prob he when you he he's pretty sure you're a friend of vince's because you mentioned vince and then he's like uh, he seems to think like oh you're an electrician vince works with technology you must do computers obviously obviously so so he's like trying to talk to you about computers now yeah i think i uh <laughs> is his computer like having problems no it okay. doesn't it seems like more that he's just fascinated by computers and what would what kind of message would you like to impart to him with this role because you can uh... sort of like guess the words and he'll probably understand most of what you're saying. Um, I think, well, one, thank you, Raiders. Thank you, thank you, GGK, for coming to stop by and joining us for this game. Uh, the message that Maurice would like to impart is just, where did you last see Vince? Um, uh, he's like, oh, uh, Let's see. He's he's he thinks about it for a minute, and he's just uh... oh, I can't spell. Uh, Atico. Attic. Got it. Yeah. Uh, he said some. He said some other things, which I'm not going to bother to try and pronounce and yeah. run through Google Translate. But because you, I guess, you can get yeah. the gist of it, which is just that he's like, "Oh yeah, Vince had brought a bunch of stuff in a box that he had been showing to the director at one point, and it's computers." You think? Okay. And he had been working on it in the attic. Okay. That's not concerning at all. Uh yeah, I think Maurice will like thank the director. You also get the vibe that the director does not know that Vince is missing or that anything is wrong. He just thinks that Vince is still working on this thing and he's also like, "How? Oh, have Vince show me the thing when you find it." <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, he'll, he'll yeah. definitely do that. Yeah, he'll he'll probably go find uh go find Ted okay. after he's done talking with the director. Sure. Uh Ted, you walk into the kitchen. The swinging kitchen door swings open and you are greeted with uh a lanky uh guy in his probably like his early twenties with sort of sharp features and kind of floppy uh brown hair. And half of uh, his, or no, actually, yeah, his um, half of his face is covered in plaster. And there's like a little straw that stuck out of like one of his nostrils so that he can breathe through it. But like most of the other side of his face is not. And there's also some plaster like down to his shoulder. And he's just like sitting in this in this chair and he's just like. He's like, is this, when is this going to be dry? <laughs> and there's a guy standing over him being like, 
Crispin, you have to not move. I know that you love you love moving, and that's why they hired you, but you gotta stay still for another... He checks his watch, like, at least 30 minutes? Uh, like, Tom, you're killing me here. <laughs> and the guy who's talking to him, like, pokes his head around the plaster-casted actor to see uh, Ted coming in. He's this um, sort of, like, a, kind of a little shorter, stockier, dark-haired guy with a beard and long black hair. And uh, like really messy clothes, it's got like lots of stains on him from different like stuff he's been working on with, with plaster and makeup and things like that. And he sees you and he's like, "Oh, what? Are you from the costume department?" No, no, I'm a Ghostbuster. I'm here on business. It's like, okay, well, um, name's Tom. He just goes to shake his hand, and I'll shake his hand. Yeah, uh, this is um, this is Crispin. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, yeah, I'm investigating uh, Vince Tanaka, and I heard he might you might have been the last person to see him, and he's maybe missing. Uh, oof. Um, the last person? Wow, I don't, I didn't know I had that kind of responsibility. That came out. Probably a little more dour than it needed to. Um, but if you just, I'm just trying to investigate where he was or or is even potentially. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Vince is a cool guy. I didn't know him super well. Uh, he showed up here. He was buddy buddy with the director, um, working on some kind of electronics stuff. Uh, the director kept see thinking he could incorporate it into the movie, but. Honestly, I do makeup. I do some effects, but that's kind of a different department. Sure. So sure. I sort of stayed away. Uh, but there's, he was a nice guy. I mean, I don't... Uh, he, he was doing a lot of work upstairs, as I recall. And okay. uh, I think he was staying up there, too, for the couple days he was going to be around. Uh, I mean, most of us are. We, we kind of all sort of requisition different rooms that are not shooting in in the house because it's big. Um, you then hear uh, a whistling on the stove, and he's just like, oh, coffee's ready. He's... <laughs> And he grabs the the kettle and like pours the hot water into like a, a coffee strainer. He's like, "Do you want some?" Uh, I'm good for right now, thanks. Yeah. Uh, all right, upstairs. Uh, okay. Well, I don't want to get in the way. It seems like you're got a whole thing going on here. I gesture <laughs> at Crispin. Yeah, uh, Crispin sort of tries to move himself around in the kitchen chair so he's facing you again, and he's just like. He's like, Psht, Ghostbuster guy. <laughs> I'll move over towards half plaster face Crispin here. Uh, listen, man. It's a good thing you're here because this house is majorly cursed, man. Oh, go on. It's just like, listen, I read some stuff. I told him not to shoot here, but I read some stuff. The former owner of this place some weird painter mysteriously disappeared i think this place is like super cursed well i guess i've come to the right place then it's like yeah no i mean there's probably a lot of cool a lot of stuff for you to do here it's i'm glad i'm glad because this this place gives me a bad vibe man i gotta get off this project <laughs> uh all right well I'm going to assume that uh, 
most of the spooky stuff's the basement or attic? Like, yeah, I mean, the basement's kind of boring, but... Okay, the, so the, the attic, then. Probably the attic. Uh, I mean, I didn't see anything super weird up there, but, like, I've heard, heard some weird noises at night. It's yeah. not good. I'm telling you, Vince got got by whatever's spooking this place. It's no good, man. Uh, and <laughs> Tom is like, is like, stop moving, Crispin. Stop move. You're gonna ruin the cast. Uh, he's like picking up at this point. He's put down his coffee. He picks up like a blood pump and is like testing it to make sure that it's not clogged. So it's like sprays out some place. Like, oh, it's not somewhere in there. Okay. The uh, no, this listen, Ted. This place is. I mean, it's it's an old house. It creaks a lot. I haven't seen anything in here to denote any kind of haunting. The painter who used to live here, I mean, I read about that guy too. He just ran off. He was kind of a nut, okay? There's no reason to think that anything terrible befell him. Crispin's like, man, you got to get your head straight, Tom. I'm telling you. (laughs) Well, you know what? Well, I'm already here. So I'll go take some readings. I'll go check it out. Worst case scenario... There's nothing spooky. I've done my bit. I can go home. I'm getting paid either way. So that's fine. I'm going to go check out the attic. Have fun with your casting. As you open the door to the kitchen to walk out, Maurice is standing there about to walk in. I have a plate of food with me. I'm not going to lie. I definitely (laughs) took some from the Stop by craft services? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so I guess the attic. That's what the director was saying. He thought that I was a uh, electrician. Okay. Uh, and you know, I think that it was just because I was a a friend of Vince is is what he thought. But uh, he's uh he was really excited about the electronics. Uh, wants me to you know I don't think he knows that Vince is gone. Sure. So I attic seems like uh seems like it's a strong contender for something something spectral happening here. All right. Well, as as you uh, walk as you walk over to the staircase cuz the staircase is like, you know, off it's it's on the foyer or like part of it, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like a landing on the second floor and then you can keep going up. Yeah, it's the Jumanji house. Yeah, it's the Jumanji house. And the as you're walking up the staircase, you're bong, bong from a grandfather clock that's down in the foyer that, well, that you noticed before. Uh, but it's just, you know, it's particularly loud. Um, this you you see it. You look you it surprises you because you're like, oh, is it already like because it's bonging like, I don't know, like 8 p.m. or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait, that's not what time it is. And you can like check your watch and that's not what time it is. So that clock must be off. But it just sort of startles you. Is it like a daylight savings time kind of off? Or is it like if like See, I look at my watch and it's like 734 and it's yeah. bonging like it's eight, like that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like off in a weird it's probably like very broken. It looks okay. quite old. Okay. I'm gonna go sweep the grandfather clock with the PKE meter. Sure. You do that. You're getting some vibes off of this clock. 
right. Interesting. Nothing intense, but there's definitely some. Um, I'm getting a little bit of a reading. Yeah, you're get. There's definitely a reading coming off this clock. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, now that now it's not going away. Became you're staying out. Uh, as we continue to walk around. Um, cool. And I'm oh. like, yeah, well, something coming off the clock. Uh, yeah, I'll whip out the walkie and and relay this information to Natalie. Just, uh, we talked to the director and the makeup guy. Attic's attic's looking a little suspicious. Uh, and grandfather clock definitely haunted. Over. <laughs> I'm cutting to Natalie, uh, who is outside walking. Uh, there's a little, there's some people outside by the vans that seem to be moving some stuff around near the, uh, near the shore. Uh, but you are headed away from there going towards the shed. Uh, there are some lights, but it's quite dark around here heading over <gasps> to the Lincoln that, uh, belongs to Vince Tanaka parked outside of the, uh, the fairly large, it's like, it looks like at one point it might have been a, uh, like a garage, like one of those old timey garages. So it has the two big doors on uh -huh. it, right? But it looks like it was remodeled into just a work shed or maybe like a guest house. Yeah. Interesting. Good. But, but yeah, there's that. like one, there's like that one uh, spotlight that's like over the 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 um, two big double doors to to the to the garage, and that's like the only light source in a significant radius until you get to the house. But you get there, your feet crunching in the snow. All right. Um. Yeah, I think I would just want to take like. A general look around at first, just like even like just the outside of the vehicle, like what what's the state of the vehicle in? Mm. Uh, vehicle looks like it's in perfectly fine shape. Uh, it's um, it's locked, but it's uh, let's see, there's um a sort of a very dog-eared uh, document that is sitting on the dashboard. Looks like a um, bunch of like white pieces of paper that have been um, uh, not staple bound, but the um, because it's like too many, it's got to be like I don't know, ninety pages, right? Bound mm -hmm. by like those weird little clips. I forget what they're called, but uh, yeah, it's it's like that, and it's like look clearly been looked through quite a bit. It's like been folded over several times and it's like very dog-eared um that's the only thing you immediately see without actually getting into the car mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm trying to think of like what i could potentially use to get in this car um at least out of my equipment i don't think of anything i, I don't want to be violent about it <laughs> like i have a proton pack but we're not gonna do that blast um, the car that's way too destructive we're not gonna do that um yeah I'm, I'm interested in seeing like what of those documents might have led him here so um does it look like it could potentially get into the work shed um it's funny that you should mention that as you're looking around the car you hear <laughs> and you look no. over to see the door there's like a door to the side of the the big two that have been sort of like 
you know. Uh-huh. I feel like there's probably a big bar that's closing those because it's um kind of it seems like it, this hasn't been used as a as a garage in some time. Uh, but there is a little door off to the side, a little glass window, and it just sort of creaks open a little bit. It is kind of windy out, so it's conceivable that oh, it yeah. could just be the wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? We're going to be cliche about it. Natalie's going to say hello. <laughs> you don't hear anything. Great. Except for a light wind. Great. I love that. <laughs> um all right, we're gonna we're just gonna we're gonna go on with the cliches because that sounds much more fun. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go towards the uh, the workshed and investigate a little bit. Sure. Um, do you try to look at any of the windows or just go in through the door? Um, yeah, like can I look through the windows? Or are they like they're kind of um, dirty? But yeah. you can sort of like try and. Uh, clean them a little bit and look in. There's no lights on in there. Is the first thing mm-hmm. you notice. Um, but if you, tr- uh, you don't have a flashlight or anything, do you? No. <laughs> it's sorry. It's dark in there. You can, like, trying to look through wait, the dirty windows. You can't. Hey, I'm see just anything. saying. There's the visor in the van that gives you night vision if you need to use it. And you are closer to the van than anybody else because you're outside. I am the okay. Then yeah, I I think I want to do that then. Gonna... Please tell me you swap it with the walkie. Please. The walkie just goes off in the Winnebago <laughs> when you're not there. Oh my god. Okay, if if the rest of the group is fine with yes, me doing that, I'm yes. gonna do it. For that. the cinema of it. <laughs> For the cinema great. Like you like I feel like Natalie like looks at it like we never use these fucking things anyways. Or like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you um oh, this is, yeah, this is I am twenty minutes later when the proton stream comes out the attic window. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I imagine Natalie goes up, opens the sliding door on the Winnebago, um, looks at the uh, <laughs> looks at the goggles and sort of has the walkie-talkie, the goggles, like, yeah, whatever, puts the walkie-talkie down, picks up the goggles, closes the door, and the camera just lingers on the walkie-talkie. You hear, so the, uh, looks, we're inside, we're going up to search the attic, and it looks like the grandfather clock's real haunted. <laughs> yes, this is very good. Uh. <laughs> but you get back to the um i should ca- stop calling it a workshed i mean it kind of is a workshed now but it's it's really a a, a separate garage an old garage uh but you get back to it the door is still sort of swaying a little bit like it is a jar as the wind kind of catches it every once in a while and you hear a creak um you can throw on your goggles now if you'd like yeah are you going to just keep looking through the windows? You go open the door. Uh, I mean, at this point, I I already had the goggles on, so yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna stand in the doorway and just kind of mm. look around. You scan the inside of this old building. The um, it's uh, gosh, there's there's a lot of sheets over stuff, um, but there looks like a uh, tool bench. There are some tools on it. There's also a uh, rack above it that has a bunch of stuff hanging from it, like like hammers and um, saws and stuff like that. Um, but it's all looks pretty old. Uh, the thing that's interesting and kind of different about it is uh, about this the interior of this building 
is that there are several um, uh, paint cans. And some of them look like paint cans for like painting your house, but some of them look like smaller paints, like like oil paints and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there are several, well, th- it, there is one easel with a painting, but it is covered by a sheet and there's like some chairs and stuff. And it looks like there might be some other paintings, but they are also just sort of leaned up against a wall and they're covered. Okay, well, now the, there's like all this like spooky artwork that's covered by canvas or like by, um, by cloth. I kind of want to look at them. Um, and it doesn't look like any there's any movement at all no this room looks this little building looks completely empty and it looks like no one's been in here in a while okay well if need be i have a proton pack it'll be fine um as i say (laughs) going into this scary place alone um yeah let's yeah let's look around a little bit i can always cover it back up so yeah i want to see the paintings that are um more off to the side first um you uncover those um and a lot of them look like landscapes specifically there are a lot of paintings of the lake um and there's uh i don't know if this would be something you would know you would be able to see with night vision but i'll I'll say it is because why not there's there's sort of an odd like impressionist quality to a lot of the paintings there's like these odd uses of color that is very not naturalistic but um yeah it seems mostly like landscapes and a few still lifes um the there's a couple of um there's like one that's very striking that's just uh an interior of a room this this one actually grabs you because there's nothing impressionistic impressionistic about it at all it's very like straightforward realist and it's just an interior of a room the room seems like a nice like master bedroom there's like a four poster bed and but the focus of the perspective is the far side of the room and just a closet Oh, that's weird. Yeah. But nothing's oh. and nothing out of the ordinary is in the picture. It's yeah, just a still life just... of a room, but it's like mm-hmm. who the, yeah, it's just like the person who painted was just looking straight at the closet door. Yeah. And nothing else. Nothing. Yeah. Like the other stuff is in the room, but it's just all in the periphery. Huh. Okay. Um she's going to keep a note of that and kind of like be on the lookout for that when she goes back to the house probably um yeah um okay well she'll cover those kind of back up and like i feel like looking at that like you know makes the hair stand up on the back of her neck a little bit she's like Italy, calm down (laughs) it's fine (laughs) um just paintings um and yeah she's gonna cover those back up um and then, yeah, let's go, go over to the one that's on the easel and just kind of uncover that. So you go to reach for the the cloth for the, the covering the easel. And right when your hand is about to touch it, you hear uh, a terrible you hear a terrible scraping outside at the window. 
Okay, Proton Pack One <laughs> brandished. <laughs> turn around. You, you turn around, and you just see that there is a branch that is hitting against the window that the wind has caught. This is this is the great horror movie gag that I haven't been able to do in the city <laughs> at all because there's no branches. But now, now we're in the country, and I can do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, um. And since this is the children's cartoon, you can't curse, but you can just kind of see it in her facial expression, just looking right to the camera. Um, but now, but now that that moment has passed, do you want to take the the tarp off? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you take the tarp off of the the painting on the easel, and uh, wow. This is, it's shocking how bizarre this painting is. It's like uh, this strange, the the background of this, of this piece is just this swirling miasma of like strange clouds and lightning and stuff. Uh, and the floating within it are various objects. Um, some of them are like out of focus and difficult to discern, but there's two that you definitely can get a good look at. One of them, slightly, slightly farther away, but still obvious what it is, is a grandfather clock. The other is a medicine cabinet with a, um, it just looks like a modern medicine cabinet or like a semi-modern one. So it's like got like the mirror and everything. And it's like uh -huh. slightly ajar. And there's like you can see the like the pill bottles stacked in there. The medicine cabinet itself is like floating in space. But you can also see as you're taking the the drape away and it uncovers more and more of it. The last thing to uncover is the corner of the piece, which is the mirror of the medicine cabinet. And you can see in the mirror there is a person reflected. And they look like very distressed. Um they look like a younger guy wearing uh, like a nice, cool, like 80s jumpsuit. And he looks uh, he's got dark hair, kind of swoops over one eye. Uh, and he, yeah, he looks distressed that he's. Yeah. And this this was you know. um, and, and when was that painter around again? You don't know. <laughs> You weren't there for that other conversation. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about that. Oh, but it must have been. I, it looks. I mean, this stuff looks old, but the yeah. fashion of this character must have been painted recently. Uh huh. Well, um, mm, that that's not unsettling at all. Um. Yeah, um, it's just gonna take a note of the clock and the medicine cabinet, and especially the guy, um, that is going to uh, cover it back up again. Um, all right. Um, Natalie has. I'm just gonna admit this. Natalie has no experience breaking into cars. <laughs> um, it doesn't look like um there's anything that she could use to um uh to get in without like break like actually breaking things mm -hmm. there's so obviously with the tools there's plenty of things you could use to smash the window but 
with no experience on how to break into a car because obviously there's that thing you see in movies where people get like the thin piece of metal and like shove it between the the like glass Mm -hmm. and the and the door you try and pop the lock or what have you um and maybe like you've seen that in a movie before and you're like oh maybe and if you look around the tool shed you can probably find like a thin piece of metal that you might be able to do that with but you don't know how to actually (laughs) do that that's a Mallory <laughs> thing. That's a Mallory thing. Exactly. Fully Mallory was, was like, here. I, She'd know exactly yeah. what to do. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of echoes in the back of Natalie's head. It's like, no, I, I probably shouldn't try this yet. Um, it's also really creepy out here. So. <laughs> and the door, yeah. the door to the car is locked, right? It's not yeah, like... Okay. It's locked. So... Yeah, or like if anything, maybe some keys were left inside or something like that. Um, yeah, I don't want to you know commit a crime against someone who's part of a big corporation is high up in that corporation. <laughs> um, and that seems like a not good idea. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna head on back and. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna drop off the ectovisor and uh take up the walkie before I get there, but then I'll 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 go back inside. Cool. I think the last thing you notice before you're going back inside in terms of like stuff that's going on uh around the house is some of the people over by the lake are like um are yelling about how like it's I told you we can't set anything up it's totally frozen and another guy's like come i mean we're just are should we just store it here i mean it's we're gonna need it anyway eventually and the guy's just like i mean i guess what does it Um, look like they're storing (laughs) they they have they it looks like from you're at a little bit of a distance but these guys are yelling back and forth to each other one is standing on a pier looking down at the at the water which again looks completely frozen and the other one has this huge crate that's like on wheels uh that he wants to like push across the the pier and the other guy's like no don't bring it because the water's frozen it's not we can't do anything with that Mm -hmm. but you catch that snippet because just because they're yelling at each other so you can hear it from from uh outside the house as you're walking up onto the porch Okay. Well, cool. Um, right. I'm gonna head back and look for the other two, and I don't know where they are. You head back <laughs> inside. Um. Uh, let's see. Meanwhile, uh, Ted and Maurice, you two, did you end up heading upstairs? You had the you had the PKE meter out, yeah. but I assume you still headed upstairs instead of PKEing yes. other parts of the house. Yeah. So you headed upstairs. This old Victorian house, um, classic, classic haunted house, and yeah, you get to the uh, the second floor. You know, I said this was a third floor house. I realized I really only planned enough material for two floors plus attic, so I'm gonna wreck on that. That's the third bit. floor. Is the attic? Yeah, exactly. Is the attic? It's a large attic, and it's there's lots of windows. So yeah, um, the um, but you're on the second floor. It's a long hallway with a series of bedrooms uh, and a bathroom. The um, 
taking out the PKE meter. You're just dinging it. And you pass by, like, one of the guest bedrooms, whatever. Um, you pass by uh, another guest bedroom, whatever. You pass by the bathroom, you start to get a signal. All right, we've got a signal here. Okay. Uh, Maurice uh, will, like, with the proton pack, just, like, push the door open and like lead the door with the pet like with the wand pointing forward um the door swings open and what you see is a um what looks like a pretty well kept up um it's it's it looks a little more modern than the rest of the house but by that i mean like 50s uh yeah. bathroom uh and there's you know a tub um with a shower and a medicine cabinet uh and a sink but it looks pretty ordinary yeah maurice will like just sort of like look at ted and he doesn't look like he's in here but uh do your thing yeah i'll continue sweeping the bathroom you're getting a you're getting some mild readings in the room in general but again nothing that extreme okay hmm. excuse okay. me while i roll for a random event okay okay Ooh. okay um you hear from downstairs bong 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 uh and suddenly your pke meter spikes um and then there's kind of like you it's not just that the pke meter, e meter goes up it's that you get this vibe like the your hair stands on end the whole room feels off and weird for a moment and then the and then this clock stops bonging and as the reverberations of the sound sort of fade out, the PK meter goes back down to the level it was at. Was it? It was it a um, like the same number of bongs that we heard before? Or is no, it, like, it was it was just three this just time. Just three this time. Okay. It's uh, you also heard when that as or as the that is dying out and the PK meters die out. Let's say Ted is paying close attention to the meter. Makes sense. Maurice, who might still be standing in the doorway, mm -hmm. uh, you just hear creak from down the hallway to the place you haven't gone, and then click like a door closes. But you don't see any doors close. You just hear that noise as if somewhere down the hall in a room you haven't looked in yet, something happened. You know what? Maurice is just gonna like kind of say to Ted as he's scanning this just. I'm not sure, really sure I like this place. Uh, horror movies kind of give me the creeps. I mean, uh, you got to suck it up. We're Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, no, I, uh, I get that, but uh, it's all you know. It's it's the 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 blood. Uh, I mean, we got to deal with blood, but it's like ghost blood, you know. You mean ectoplasm? Uh, yeah. No, well, it's like, well, no, there was, uh, what was it? Last year, we had the lady who had, like, all of the blood coming down her face that was, like, it wasn't, like, 
ectoplasm kind of thing. It was like from when she was alive. Like I can deal with that, but like sticky, yeah. Mm. Sticky? That's the that's the holdup. Sticky. Look, I'm not I'm not <laughs> saying I've watched you just gobble food like an insane amount. Yeah, that's why I lick my fingers after. It really gets them like you know a lot cleaner than you would expect. <laughs> okay, I, so like. So is it just ghost sticky? But like, where do you stand on like ice cream or marshmallows? Oh, like, delicious, that... wonderful. And those are okay. Those are fine. But ghost sticky. Yeah, it's weird. It, I don't know how okay. else to explain it. It's like more tactile. Um, I'm Look, officially. I get <laughs> <laughs> I'm officially calling the the thing that happened last year the um, Queen's Bakery incident of '85. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that issue right. with the bakery and the, all the custard. And it was so no. sticky. The um, I also like that it wasn't that she had blood on her face. It was like it was like raspberry jam. jam. Yeah. yeah, she was near a jam explosion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she died <laughs> in a jam explosion. Uh... <sighs> all right. Well, it doesn't. Something happened. I don't know. Something's going on with that clock. I don't like it. Well, Just okay. Gonna... So it's been an eight and a three so far. Yeah, I mean, we've been dealing with cyclical things, right? We saw it with the couple of issues with the the electronics, right? Mm -hmm. In the other places where, like, when it would surge, the PK beater would spike. And then it would stop kind of surging and then it would go down. We saw that with the cat bus. We saw that with the, uh, yeah. the electrical ghost. So I'm wondering if there's electronics, which is Vince's whole thing here, somehow tied to that clock that's causing surges. So I don't know. We got to keep checking up here. Maybe we'll find something in one of these other rooms. He nods and says, you know, it's, uh, are you a little concerned that we never heard back from Natalie? I even said over at the end, I'll let her know that I was done talking. I mean, I don't know. It seems silly to just be carrying around some sort of device like this in your pocket that lets you communicate with people all the time. There's no way that'll catch on. Yeah. <laughs> Wireless? You got to have yeah. a wired phone. That's how people have conversations. All right. Exactly. I mean, new you know, it technology. Would, it would be the first time we remember to bring one that we don't get any response. Maybe it's like a distance thing. Like you're too far away. I don't know. I'd try her again. What's it gonna hurt? <laughs> uh oh, that's uh uh that's a good point. Uh, he, he will just like, Natalie, are you there over? But then like, after he, after he does it, he says, next time we detect a spike, let's just like activate it. Cause it's an electronic. Well, maybe yeah. Maybe it'll talk through it. The, um, EVP uh, did Natalie swap out the visor for the walkie talkie? Yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm going to say that you're like walking into the place when you get the Maurice's message. Hey, just walked back in. Over. 
Where are you? Over. Uh, we are going up into the attic, uh, but right now we're on the bathroom in the second floor. I uh, getting some rear weird readings from the bathroom and the grandfather clock over. The grandfather clock in the bathroom? No, over? not not the bathroom. <laughs> the bathroom and the grandfather clock, not the grandfather clock in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, okay, over. I'll catch up to you. Over. She's out her uh, way. All right. Anything else you folks want to do upstairs before I cut back to Natalie's character? Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, Maurice yeah. is just going to be like eyeing the door at the end of the way. Yeah, I'll mm. just wait for wait for Natalie to join us. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, Maurice is just like eyeing that door. Like, oof. Um, Natalie uh, walks in. And they're almost ready to go again in terms of, because you're back in the foyer, right? But um, the 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 young woman who is an actress in this comes up to you. She's still in full makeup and stuff. She's carrying a script, and she's like, she's like, "Hey, I'm sorry to bother you, but can you help me go over some lines? I just everybody is so busy, and I like, I just really need to like get this right." Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a couple seconds. Okay, great. So she hands you a script. Copy the script. Um, <laughs> the the title of the of the script is uh, I think I said it in a previous episode, but it's um, uh, Dead End Drive Part Six. Eddie comes home. <laughs> yeah. And, yep. And uh, yeah, and it's the scene in which. Um, she is having a uh, a conversation with uh some guy. I don't have the exact lines written out, but it's not super important. She's just like, but the 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 lines are something like, uh, she's talking about. She's like, I need to use my. It's like, don't worry, I can handle Eddie with my psychic powers, and then she. she she like says it and then she looks at you and she's like I honestly don't know how to say that to make it not sound silly like is there a can you think of a way that I can say that where it doesn't sound silly you know uh, I, I'm not entirely sure either uh, who, who wrote this uh, she's like I mean I think it's like I think it was mostly just the ADs from what they could decipher that the director wanted the movie to be about. <laughs> Listen, there's not the audiences. I don't know if they really come to this for the, the, the plotting, but, uh, but um, you know, I mean, uh, being a, a final girl can be a good stepping stone. So I'm kind of like hoping I can make the best with it. I mean, it worked for uh, a lot of other. It worked for Jamie Lee Curtis, so I think I think it could work for me. Yeah, I it's definitely worth the shot. Um, yeah, maybe if you put more emphasis um, on the powers left um, in comparison to the psychic, maybe mm, maybe it's the yeah. psychic that's throwing it off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sort of. Sort of. She's like, yeah, sort of um, build up the 
the the character strength and try and downplay the like weird the weird pseudoscience the this the silly pseudoscience mm-hmm. and then she stops her for a second she looks at what you're wearing she's like i'm I, sorry i didn't mean anything by that i mean none taken that's not <laughs> pseudoscience so <laughs> she's like okay uh i mean sure uh <laughs> she's uh <laughs> the nerve you're right the nerve. uh and she's like, okay, thank, thank you so much. Um, and then uh, you, she's like, hey, I think, um, it's, I think maybe AD Mike comes in. He's like, he's like, hey Heather, um, they want to touch up your makeup, so if you could go into the into the den with uh, Hotter while they do some, they're they're still working on his uh, some of his getting him like into costume for the next scene we're shooting. But if you could just if you could just get over there. Uh, and she's like, oh, thanks, Mike. And she and, and Mike's like, she remembered my name. Uh, and, then, and then he looks and then he's distracted for a moment. And then he looks back at at Natalie. He's like, so have you folks had any luck yet? Um, Not yet. Um, his car is locked, so I can't really figure out anything that's going on there. Car looks fine. So he got here fine. Didn't try to leave. Like he said, so. Uh. My two associates are upstairs, though, so I'm going to catch up with them, see what they know. Oh, yeah, I thought I saw him walking up there. Well, um, yeah, just uh, try and catch me if you need anything, uh, if there's anything yeah. I can do to help. Absolutely. Uh, oh, and you're welcome to craft services. I think uh, I think one of your friends already uh, partook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't surprise me. All right. Well, yeah, I'll catch you later. Um, you realize that Heather, the, the leading lady, ran off... Um, was did she she ran off after being distracted by uh by Mike and having to get to makeup and stuff and she didn't take her extra, extra script with her so you're still holding a copy of the script. Oh. Dead wow. and Drive part 6. There's Great. there's there's psychic powers in it. Yeah, this will be a collectible one day. Mm, um, yeah. gonna... maybe, maybe the lines would have made more sense if you'd seen 1 through 5. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's where it all comes to. Part five yeah, it really starts yeah. to come together. Yeah. yeah, that's that's where it really picks up some steam, you know. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's you gotta watch one context. through four, but like to understand yeah, completely, the yeah, completely yeah. out of context without uh the evil twin. So you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, this <laughs> is like you're joking. This is Jalo stuff. Like, nothing we're saying here is out of the. Like this is all believable yeah. things you could tell me was in a movie, and I'd, yeah. I'd like I would buy it. <laughs> anyway, um, all right, upstairs I go. Okay, I want to know because it may be relevant later. Do you keep the script? Do you throw it somewhere? Do you leaf through it? Um. Yeah, I think I'm gonna keep it for now because. Why not? Again, it might be a collectible one day. Who knows? So there might be some super fan out there that wants to buy it. Um, if only there was some way to advertise um, a bunch of weird knickknacks um, to a lot of people across the world. <laughs> Basically, we would just have them be the sellers, and all they would have to do is like post it somewhere. Yeah. Mm. There's not an internet. Yeah. Well, there's this new technology where you can like hook a phone into your computer and then it can talk to another computer. But it's pretty it's pretty rudimentary right now. (laughs) Uh, The um, yeah. So I assume you like roll it up like newspaper style and just Mm -hmm. stick it in your back pocket. Yeah. Um, And then head upstairs. 
and you can get to um okay i'm gonna say that uh boris and ted you get to the end of the hallway you don't pick up much until uh at the end of the hallway there is sort of a, a, a another bedroom door which is the one that uh maurice thought he heard something behind you got a slight signal from that and then to your right the hallway turns and there's stairs that go up to the attic and it seems like the where we're i'm not getting any readings from like the end of the hallway here or does it seem like it's mostly going to be up the stairs you're getting readings from this bedroom door slight right. ones you don't get any readings from the attic okay i'm gonna check this uh i will alert Maurice to the fact that there's readings at the store, and I think this is the one that he freaked out about. Yeah. Yeah, Maurice is, like, he gets his proton pack out and just sort of like, alright. Three, two, one, Ghostbusters. <laughs> alright. And he, like, uh, three, two, one, and, like, kicks the door and has the <laughs> wand. Um... You do that, you find yourself in a lovely master bedroom. <laughs> um, it's very well furnished. If uh, there's there's some like sheets on stuff, it looks like this room hasn't been used by the film crew very much. Uh, but it's nice. Otherwise, pretty plain. Hmm. Nothing supernatural that seems to be going on in here. Um, at at this point, uh, Natalie, you get to the top of the stairs and you see those two disappear into a room at the end of the hallway. All right. I'm just going to keep heading down the hallway. Okay. Uh, is there anything you two do in the room? Ted, you're getting um, mild signal. This is similar to when you were in the bathroom. There's like a, a, a signal, a very mild signal blanketing this room. Okay. Uh, so from what I can... Trying to pinpoint there's no area that's more intense than the others. Doesn't seem to be. Okay. Hmm. And describe to me what, so it's just like, it's just a bedroom. No, no crazy. There's no like, is the bed made? Is there like a layer of dust? Like how does this room look used at all? Yeah, so the bed is made. There is a layer of dust. It's a big four-poster bed. There's a, you know, like a nice uh, old-timey chair and a side table with, like, a lamp. Um, closet, big windows. It's a, it's a master bedroom that... I mean, it doesn't have an attached bathroom, I guess, but in older houses, that wasn't necessarily a thing. Sure. Um, sure. But, uh, yeah, the um, it looks like nobody's really like maybe someone came in here and like walked around a little bit at some point recently, but it doesn't look like anyone's been using this room and certainly not the bed. All right. Um, I'm going to drop down and look under the bed. <laughs> drop down and look under the bed. Yeah, Nothing Maurice there is, like, but cobwebs. The ceiling, like... Yeah, there's like an old. Uh, oh, there's yeah, there's a uh, an old light fixture, I guess. No, it wouldn't be like a chandelier. It's not that fancy. But there's an old light fixture. Um, uh, Natalie, you walk into the room as they're looking around, 
and the room looks extremely familiar. It is that room that you saw in the painting. The one with the closet? Yep. Oh, no. Okay. Um, yeah, she's just gonna kind of knock on the open door. Knock, knock. I'm here. What are you all looking at? That is like under the bed. I don't know yet. Uh, there's readings in this room. They're faint. Huh. But something here. Yeah, so I was just in the um, in the work shed out there. I was looking for maybe something to open the car door with, but nothing that would um, not cause damage, so I decided not to. Um, if you all know how to get into cars without breaking things, let me know. Um, beside the point, uh, there were a lot of paintings in there. Um, well, there's, supposed to, there's a painter that uh, apparently lived here and disappeared mysteriously, and people are saying that this house is cursed. Oh, okay. I wonder if it's the same painter. Um, do, do you know? I mean, maybe. Do you know when this painter was here? I, you know what? I didn't ask, but there, the jury was kind of out. Some people said it's just an old house and it creaks. Other people said that it's spooky. People hear funky stuff up here and in the attic, and they think it's cursed. And they think somebody told me one of the actors told me they think that whatever this curse is is what got Vince. I see. Um, have any of us seen like what Vince looks like? I don't think any of us have. No, um, yeah, I think seen a picture of him. Yeah. Um, yeah, like we some of the paintings were just real... like. Yeah, they were just super real. Like, there's one of this room, and it's almost like detail for detail. And the point of view was on that closet. You point over at the closet at the far end yeah. of the room. Mm -hmm. mm. And then right. even stranger, like you mentioned clock and... The bathroom. Yeah, Was there a, a medicine cabinet in the bathroom? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like a mirror and everything. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, that's oh, oh, again and, and very the specific. Clock, the clock dinged. It spiked the PK meter through the roof. Huh. And it's dinging um, at random intervals. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly where the you know the backdrop of a. Uh, the second painting I looked at, so so the closet was one. The other painting, I'm not entirely sure where the backdrop was, but it was like this weird, like swirly, like miasma kind of background. And then there was the clock, the medicine cabinet, and then there was this, I don't know, this guy in the reflection. I've never seen him before, so I don't know. But he, he was dressed like I don't know, people dress now. Everything like looked really old. Dress now, us kind of people. Yeah, like yeah. Mo like motions towards well, like Ghostbuster. Not not Ghostbuster. <laughs> you know, like the 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 hip and cool. Um, way oh of dressing, my god! Yeah. That that their Adidas or a, a Nike jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Um, this I this concept of like a swirling miasma situation would that be a way I would describe the way I saw in theory limbo? Yes, it would be a way you would describe that. All right. So the way the way that this works in the movies, as you say, 
some kind of swirling miasma or something. And then I will describe verbatim exactly what I saw, which is exactly what you saw in the painting. So that's me doing that right now, because that's how cartoons uh-huh. and movies go, where I'm just like, wait, like this? And then like, yeah. the whole thing. And I'll be like, that's what I saw. That's this limbo intermediary plane. So this painter saw the same thing? Or is stuck there. I don't know. Ah, is that where Vince is? Could be. (sighs) Either that or he fell in the lake. (laughs) Well, he's not coming out if that's the case. It's totally frozen over. Yeah, that would be much more grisly. (laughs) He just just fell in the lake and drowned. Yeah. Nobody found him. I can tell you right now that is not what happened. (laughs) That would be way too real. This isn't the extreme Ghostbusters. Um, (laughs) There was no ghost. (laughs) So why don't we, when we all get ready first, let's check this closet. Yeah. Yeah. Proton pack out. (laughs) And I'll like, I'll like inch up to the door and like, oh, does the door open out or in? It opens out. Okay. Ready? And I will grab one hand, proton wand, one hand, other hand on the doorknob. Three, two, one. Ah! The door, you whip the door open. um, And what you see in there is a very normal empty closet. There's like a bar with a couple of wire hangers hanging off of it, but there's like nothing in the closet. It's been cleaned out. Dusty. Not even that big a closet, really. Considering how large the room is, you think it'd have a bigger closet, but um you know victorians mm-hmm. just not a lot of not a lot of storage space maurice will uh tap on the floorboards to see if there's like a hollow spot because sometimes these like these kinds of closets will have like a little storage space under oh um you can do that but no there's okay. nothing nothing like that fun idea but unfortunately yeah, search not. for secret search for secret rooms yeah secret doors <laughs> Look, if uh, this is anything like betrayal, there is going to be an underground lake in that attic when we get there. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was playing betrayal last night. Mm. What a game. game. Uh so yeah, the um seems like a, a completely ordinary old closet. And I'll just real quick sweep it. Nothing out of the ordinary here. Nothing not anything more than what's Within in the, the room. room itself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Maurice like will it. like while still in the closet turns and and looks at the rest at the other two. Hmm. All right. Well, I guess we check the attic then. Maurice yeah. nods and uh, says, "I think it's over here," uh, and he'll just start like walking in the direction because I'm I'm guessing that it's one of those like. There's a string in one of the hallways, and you have to pull it down, and then you have to unfold like a really. Oh yeah, we should do that. Yeah, so there's so at the so the yeah outside of the the master bedroom, there's the hallway turns, and then yeah in the ceiling there's one of those things that you pull down. Either that or like the door that has like the little walk up, like in the uh, Tim Burton Dark Shadows movie, where like Mm. they had somebody living in the attic, but it was like just a door. It's just a door. Well, that would make more sense for a Victorian, but I do like the the pull string one because mm-hmm. it's just more fun. Uh, but yeah, there's um, you pull down that, see the into the attic. 
Um, I will point out that there's the uh, that electricity works in the entirety of this house. So um, while there wasn't lights inside of the um, uh, work shed, um, any room that you walk into, if the lights aren't already on, you can usually find a light switch okay. and turn them on. Uh, and everything seems to be fine and functional. Um, you make your way into the attic. It's... Um, uh it it's a little less dusty here it looks like more like in the hallway where people have been in and out um someone may have even dusted it but you get up there and it seems like there you like flip on the light and there's a lot of junk but there is and most of it's like covered in sheets and stuff uh but there's one corner where there's like a bunk that has been set up and there is um a let me see here i actually should check my notes to make sure i don't get this wrong because it's important oh. um it uh oh yeah okay so you see there is a table and there is a device that is set up on the table that looks mysteriously like the transmitter that you took out of the nakatomi place um and there's like a suitcase that's like half unpacked but nothing else is up there. And the device um, is just sitting on the table? Yep. Maurice will go to the suitcase and start rifling through. Like, maybe they'll find, like, a wallet or a photo ID or something like that. So that way they can mm-hmm. actually... You, you, you start holding up some of these neon clothes, including a brightly colored tracksuit. Which you, like, hold up and Natalie immediately recognizes. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what was in the painting. Like, kind of, like, brings it up a little bit closer to himself. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't Uh, look like it would fit. It's too small for you. Ah, dang. (laughs) Sets it back down. A man can dream. Yeah. Um, And he just says, well, at least we know that uh, if the jumpsuit's here, uh, then... Uh, unless he he brought two of them, like how many jumpsuits are in this thing? Like, <laughs> yeah. is it reasonable that he would have been wearing one? He maybe it okay. is the eighties. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so there would be like no less than three jumpsuits in here. Mm-hmm. Okay, true. so that's it is true. reasonable he was wearing a jumpsuit. We've got our neon green. <laughs> We've got our our. Let's see, maybe a nice uh, fluorescent pink. The pink yeah. has like blue stripes. Uh-huh. And like mm-hmm. the like the V pockets on the chest. Yes. Oh my god, the V pockets. It definitely has those. So, but okay. um, uh, Ted, you notice that the transmitter is plugged in but not turned on. It also looks like it's like half built, like it's been being tinkered with. And there's like okay. a screwdriver and some other tools sitting next to it. Maybe a uh, soldering iron. That would probably make sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna um go over to the transmitter. Uh, and I'm going to, uh, with the tools that are there, grab a pair of like wire cutters, line and pliers, and just cut. I know it's not plugged in, so I'm just going to cut it. Okay. No plug, so this thing can't get plugged in. Hmm. I just think I have flashbacks to the Galaga in the basement. So hmm. I cut the plug, then I'm going to take the transmitter 
and I'm gonna like wrap it up in one of like the lead like the rubber gloves that come with the Ghostbuster outfit and like wrap it up and just like stuff it in a pocket. Um but yeah, so I'm guessing he was playing around with these transmitters again, which as we've seen seem to be really great at pulling all sorts of ghost like entities or just flat out ghosts to this realm. Uh-huh. Seemingly, I guess, from Limbo. Is my guess now. That's where I'm at on this. And this one didn't look complete, but that also makes me worry that there's not more here. Somewhere. Like, did he outfit the camera with one? Like, the main camera? So that, like, when they're filming, it's extra spooky or, like, the lighting system or something... So that, like, oh, we can make this movie scarier by having actual ghosts appear. Um, and Natalie, it sounds like you're saying somehow this guy got trapped in a mirror? I mean, maybe. He didn't look very happy about it. His expression was uh, not pleased, to say the least. <laughs> not pleased. <laughs> he was well-dressed, but not happy. Um, exactly. Wait. Ted. Uh, uh, yeah. Do you still did you bring the mirror with us? <gasps> Thank you guys did. I don't <laughs> no, no, not, I don't think not we the did. mirror from this bathroom, but the mirror I know. from Yeah. From, no, yeah, the from other Stenson one. Tower. I no, think I think that's still at the headquarters. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I had a reason to really bring it with me. So we're just gonna keep collecting mirrors. <laughs> yes. We can but take I, this one too. I'm, obviously, and then the first episode of season two is called Mirror Mirror. <laughs> and then, like, we have to deal with some wild no. repercussions. What they don't tell you is that mirrors are free. You can just take one. <laughs> <laughs> I have ten mirrors in my house now. <laughs> um, <laughs> while you're discussing the finer points of medicine cabinet mirrors, mm -hmm. uh, you hear muffled from downstairs, bong, 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 bong. Walking um, on. And the PKE meter does not spike. Mm. It generally goes up, but it doesn't seem like this location is having a specific effect on it. But if you aim it towards like this, the stairs to downstairs, it is stronger there. Okay. Um, and you hear it's six pong. Uh, the uh, you hear uh, a door. Um, like slam open mm. like as if a door is, is is uh opened with so much force that it like swings all the way and hits uh the wall um someone didn't have those little funny door stopper things oh, yeah no good in your house um and uh it's definitely coming from downstairs in the master bedroom all right Let's There's like a out. crashing sound in there as well, maybe. Mm. Maurice right. like looks at the other two. Let's go, and I run down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't trip. Um, you get down the stairs. You get to the master bedroom. You open the door. Yeah. You open the door. Uh, the bedroom is quiet. However, the little nice side table with the lamp has been knocked over. The lamp is still on, but now there's just dramatic lighting as it's shining upward. Mm. Um, uh, the door to the closet 
closed. However, there was a big crack in the wall where it looks like the closet door swung open and the doorknob slammed into the wall. Hmm. Uh, the PKE meter's up. Oh, higher than it was when we came in before. Oh, yes. Very much uh, so. And what's strange about this is the bongs have... The sound has is has subsided, but the readings have not gone away. Well, I think we're in it now. Get ready. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna approach the uh, <laughs> the the closet again. Uh, with the with proton wand out, and I'm gonna fling open the closet door. You approach the you approach the closet, inching your way towards it. You're you're hold out your hand. You got the proton wand. As you're about to touch the doorknob, the closet door swings open, whams into you, Ah. um, and this gross, slimy, gigantic thing squeezes through the doorway. It's all like, it's kind of an amorphous blob, but there is clearly uh, two big, goofy eyes and a huge mouth that just gapes open that has these human-like but large teeth um, and it, and a big tongue. And there's just, it's sort of like, it doesn't seem like it has arms or legs, but just moves kind of slug-like and just forces its way through. And it's just going like, wah, wah, wah. and then uh, text comes up on the screen that says sludge bucket uh and that's where we're gonna cut to break yeah nice. God, i am so excited for this we are gonna be back in five it, actually not five to ten roughly ten minutes because mm. hey guess what we got some sponsors this week we've had sponsors this entire week they this entire game they might not know that they're sponsoring the show and we might not be getting paid for them to be sponsors on the show but we're still going to plug him anyway. So we're going to be back in 10 minutes. Don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice, and we'll see you all shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon. The Really Real Ghostbusters will return after these messages. We now return Three, to the Really Real Ghostbusters. We now return. I didn't. I figured it out. Hello, everybody. We have returned. <laughs> What's spookier than technical difficulties? Not a lot, actually. Uh, apparently, according to this episode, other than we're fighting Sludge Bucket. Sludge Bucket. Sludge Bucket. What a great name. I'm having a blast with this campaign. Lex, go for it. All right. Sludge Bucket has <laughs> burst into the room out through this closet. They've slugged their way in, forcing uh, Ted off to the side. Um, Ted, I will probably need a roll from you to like okay. avoid being harmed. Uh, sure. But that's probably what you're going to have to deal with this round. Okay, sure. Um, but what? are other people doing sludge bucket is surging forward and going after seemingly the first thing it sees which isn't ted because ted is now hurled off to the side uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but one of the other two of you uh-huh, zap 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 <laughs> I, I start blasting yeah. 
Okay. Um, um, is that also what Maurice is doing? Yeah. I mean, like, they all, like, the vibe has been off for a while. So all of us uh-huh. are just like, okay, we got our traps, we got our blasters, like, like we we know what to do now. We know, we know how to do our jobs, <laughs> yeah. everybody. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Maurice. Yeah, I mean, he's blasting. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. So what I need from uh Ted is going to be a moves to to avoid uh, getting hurt. And I guess I need moves from other people too, because that's also uh-huh, the blasting yeah. thing. Yeah. And because uh-huh. this thing is near you, it's only a uh, ten is the number you great. need. <laughs> that's not great. I roll a five. Four d six. Are you kidding me? We got a twenty one <laughs> with a ghost. No. Ah. I used three brownie points for that suboptimal. <laughs> <laughs> Suboptimal dice roll. Great time. I was uh, like, oh, no, that's fine. I can roll a 10 with it. No, of course with not. 46. That's pretty reasonable. Right? Yeah. 10. Seems reasonable. Uh, okay, so, Ted, you get um, thrown. Uh, uh, what would be fun? Because we had a ghost die happen. Uh. So I'm gonna attach the the ghost die negative result to what happens with Ted, just because yeah. it's a little more narratively sensical. Okay. Um, but this is what your ghost die thing is gonna be this round. Uh, Ted gets thrown. Uh, he falls hard on the um, overturned table and lamp, mm. crushing the lamp. The room is now pitch black. Um, okay. The. Uh, Except for this creature that's glowing slightly, mm-hmm. um, but still pretty dark. Uh, the, um, let's see. Uh, and, oh, and Ted, you take two brownie points of damage. Okay. Um, and the uh, the creature roils forward. Um, Natalie's beam goes wide, um, uh, hitting uh, a wall. destroying some uh like some plaster or maybe it like hits the ceiling and like some plaster falls down (laughs) um uh and the an indoors beam doesn't it hits straight on this creature um which is bearing down on one of you so the beam hits it clearly like um makes it actually probably maybe it's coming after indoor and when the beam hits it it sort of put um changes its direction because it's like oh i don't want this one this one's too painful um and instead bears down on natalie attempting to just uh like i said it's got a big mouth the re- mm-hmm. its mouth opens mm-hmm. real wide um <laughs> oh god you- God, let me check. Yeah. Um uh it uh it's just gonna attempt to gobble you up oh, with its, no. its it's it's uh it it gets over to you. You don't um because everything has gone dark, you see the beam hit this for a moment. You could you could see this creature like heading towards you and then everything goes dark again and then you just feel its gross stinky breath 
and no. its giant tongue just like wraps around your torso and like a frog just pulls you in. No. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Well, is there any way I can attempt to dodge? It's fine if not. Uh, no, but you can skills. try and get out next okay, round. Cool, cool. The um so now <laughs> now we're into a new round. The room is dark. Um what the what what are people doing? I assume Natalie's just trying to get free, uh-huh. which is totally fair. Yep. Um, and you can describe how you're going to do that. But uh, what are and you don't know what Sludge Bucket is doing because you can't see them. Um, I'm going to say because proton packs a bit light. When you're blasting, you can see for like that minute. It's like the whole gunshot idea where like you get that the flashes of what's yeah. going on. Um, but yeah, what do um. Uh, Ted and Maurice do. You don't actually even necessarily know that uh, Natalie has been gobbled up at this point. Mm-hmm. Only that you heard some weird slurping sounds. Would and we Natalie also yelled. heard Natalie like yell out like? Oh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you probably heard Natalie yell and some weird gross slurping sounds, and now you don't hear oh, yeah. Natalie anymore. But you well, don't exactly know what has happened. <laughs> uh, Maurice well. is like his he- his breathing's picking up, like he's getting just like no, not again. Um, uh, this room's not very big. I mean, it's a master bedroom, so it's decently sized. Okay, all right. But there's the four poster bed, and some side table, lamp, closet. So there's actually a decent amount of space to move around in this room. Okay. Um, windows or no? Yep. Fairly good sized windows. I mean, it's a Victorian, so it's not gonna have windows that are that big, but they're gonna be frequent though. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I think Maurice uh, is hyperventilating a little bit. Uh, and he's just going to be, like, backing up towards the door uh, while just, like, blasting in the direction of the thing last he saw. Yeah, I was going to okay. kind of do the same thing. Uh, it just like you're... calls out Nat, like yells after Natalie. Just like, what the fuck are you, man? <laughs> I think I'm getting, do I even hear that? You do, but it's like muffled, like underwater. Um, yeah. You, uh, I wanna, so I wanna play out your action, but I wanna play it out last because you're That's the most fine. hindered of everybody. Yeah. So I think that. Um, Maurice and Ted can get to the doorway. They might like bump into each other when they do, uh, because they generally knew where it was. They're like feeling along the wall and they kind of like bumping, Mm -hmm. go like, Oh no. Um, and uh, if you're blasting, um, yeah, so I want to say it's going to be a higher roll to hit with blasting. Um, it's probably going to be like a 20 if you're both trying to get to the door, which you are trying to find in the dark and you are you know blasting at something you don't know where it is okay 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 mm. Mm, three brownie points again i tell you what uh oh no excellent <laughs> uh i was gonna say um i'm not gonna move from where i'm at here in the dark and just like my general um like orientation in the room to where the windows were mm-hmm. i'm just gonna blast the window out 
it is like, i will point out that it, it is nighttime, it's it nighttime, nighttime. damn yep. okay i forgot I, for some reason i thought what was the sky moon situation were we full moon <laughs> these are important questions because they could throw enough light in this bedroom that's true the um eesh, i'm gonna roll for it let's find all out right. all right because I like, I want to say it's overcast because it's a gloomy winter day, but it might this not is, be. This is January third, nineteen eighty-six, right? We could find out. <laughs> Just look online. What was it like in New Jersey in January third, nineteen eighty-six? Um, yeah, okay, that's. I rolled for it. You got a r- relatively clear night, so yeah. If you blast out the windows, it is nighttime, but you will get a little bit of light into the room as it is the last quarter phase of the moon. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. You know, maybe there's snow on the ground. There's you said there was snow on the ground. Snow yep. helps reflect the light. That's so true. I'm gonna that's just true. blast out the window. That's my goal. Sure. The general yeah. wall vicinity, just to blow the window out. You do not need to roll for that. Ah, <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> you blast the the window blows open, and it sheds just enough light to bring the DC from twenty to fifteen which means Maurice's blast hits. But cool. I still rolled a ghost die. But you rolled a ghost die. Also, can I just say that 17 on 7d6 is garbage? Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. yeah that was a lot of ones. Oh, my goodness. Um, the creature is... Um, Okay, so you are just, like, trying to figure out where the creature is. Mm-hmm. Um, you think you know where it is, and then um, Ted blows out the windows, and it provides just enough light in the room so that you realize the creature is right in front of you. Of and so it's like, it's like, yeah, you just blast... It's right in front of you. You can see this big, this big creature with this big, this like slug-like slime body with a big mouth, just bearing down on you. And you can see through it because it's like made of ectoplasm. And you can see Natalie floating in there. <laughs> um, and you just blast, and the blast hits it head on. But at the same time, it like vomits up. Or, like, so this thing has a big mouth, it has big eyes, and it probably has, like, nostrils. Mm-hmm. And goo just shoots out of its nose just at you. Every, just every orifice that it can. <laughs> yeah. It's just as gross as possible. Oh, my God. Uh, so you get slimed. Of course. Um, uh, but you do hit it. Okay. And, Natalie, you can attempt to get out. What are you doing to try to get out of it? I mean... Would it be possible to, um, this is going to sound really weird, but can I just, like, bounce around and jump around until I finally just shoot out of this thing? Or it vomits me out. Either one. <laughs> okay. My goal is to give it as much uh, tummy troubles, so it yeah. pukes me up. Uh, yeah, I mean, that would be a muscles. Okay, because uh, my muscle skill is jump. that's why i picked that i like the idea that this thing is like rubbery and you could bounce around in it so go ahead and roll that i don't know what this roll would be okay um for difficulty it's still you're still completely engulfed so it's hard to like 
get yourself to bounce off of a surface. You're like trying to get your feet to find the floor so you could like use that. <laughs> so it's probably like a 15 or 20. It's, it's it's definitely not easy, but okay. Yeah, tell me what I'll I'll, I'll use a couple of brownie points on this because otherwise I it would just like try to wriggle out and move, which would still be using brownie points for me. Um, so yeah, we're just we're gonna use three brownie points, and that seems like a good number. <laughs> yeah, a thirty-two will make that. A thirty-two and a ghost oh, die. Yeah, let's I've go. got a so I've got a great thing for this because uh we got another ghost die. So the goat so the thing uh pe snotted on Maurice. Um Maurice is slimed. Uh Ted is over by the windows. And the creature has just been hit twice by beams and is now has uh uh has Natalie just bouncing around and you could just so you just see Natalie bouncing around inside this thing and you and the creature's like oh and like I mean it's already green, but it's looking a little more green than typical. <laughs> um and it's gonna make a break for it. To slime its way back into the closet. With Natalie um, still inside? Yes. No! <laughs> so, because it hasn't acted yet this round. And yeah, now yeah. I'm like, it's not happy. So it's going to slime back into the closet. Um, And the closet door is going to start shutting behind it. Um, we are going to get to the success of Natalie's role in a second, yeah, yeah, though, yeah. because that will that is a success. I want to stress uh -huh. that. Oh yeah, but, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna. So Natalie, you feel like you're about to get out of this thing, but it is carrying you through into the closet, or rather, it does carry you through into the closet, and the closet door begins to shut. So we're into a new round now, and I want to know what Ted and Maurice are doing as this closet door is, is shutting. Oh, door. I'm sorry. Maurice, you have a very difficult time moving. Yeah, I'm completely slimed. Uh, you're, just, you're just stuck to a wall. <laughs> yeah, he's like trying to like free himself at this point from, from the ectoplasm that has plagued him. Uh, <laughs> he's going to use the knife from the scuba gear and just there start we go. Like, just start sawing away. Off of his, getting it off of his bod, yeah. Okay. I what is try to doing? blow the door off the hinges with proton pack. Um, that's interesting. Just destroy the doors. I don't know if the door actually shutting does anything, but it mm. seems like that's what it's trying to do. So no door for you. You slam okay. this door in my house. No door for you. <laughs> <laughs> Slamming a door in my house. I won't allow uh -huh. it. Where are your manners, uh, Mr. Yeah. Sludge Bucket? Please <laughs> yeah. roll me. This is a. You're trying to hit a door. It's like a That's... five. This is not a hard roll. Alright, this is a moves roll? Uh, yes. God. Mm. Ghost die, baby. I got it. I tripled the number. You tripled the number. Die. Can I just point out the last four rolls that all of us have made have all had a ghost die. ghost die. I'm and living we went, for this. We've done entire <laughs> sessions without a single one, but they're all this time. Well, this it's is to just... catch up for the fact that we won't be playing for like the next two weeks. Two weeks. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, this is great. Okay, so um, <laughs> Maurice, you don't have to roll to saw yourself out because you had an item specifically suited yeah, for this yeah. task. Um, 
But by the end of the round, you get yourself free. Okay. But that's like the last thing that happens. Totally fine. The, f- the first thing that happens is the door um, shuts all the way. Then Ted's beam hits it and the door explodes and wood just splinters everywhere. Um, and as the dust clears in the room, um, you just see these splinters of wood all over the place and an empty, totally average closet. Um, Maurice, you have unstuck yourself from the wall and the two of you are looking at it like, oh no. Hot two. Uh, the creature slides through, um, a, uh, into another room. It's hard for Natalie to tell exactly where it is because they're still inside of the creature. Um, and it that it immediately hurls and throws Natalie up onto the ground. Um, and then gives a gives a like a like a like <laughs> and makes its way out of the room uh not deeming to attack natalie anymore because it because she gave it way too many stomach troubles the, the tummy <laughs> troubles were real for the for sludge bucket so sludge bucket surges out of the room um natalie sort of uh gets the slime out of her eyes uh and looks around and you're in the master bedroom but it is so it is nighttime the windows are not destroyed the door is not destroyed the house does look like it's from the 50s right but everything is not dirty or dusty um it's pretty clean um and the table that had been knocked over is not destroyed. So it so it seems like the creature went into the closet and then came out of the closet, right? Uh-huh. But this things seem a little different. Oh, maybe you also notice the window is open. Okay. And there is a wonderful warm summer breeze coming in. When you get schlorped into another dimension. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh, you know what? There's something else you notice as you're clearing your eyes. The there's the the room looks like there's there's like an overhead light, or maybe not an overhead light, but the lamp in the room is on. But as you're like standing up and getting everything off yourself, you realize that the lighting is like really red and at first you thought it was because you had this stuff in your eyes and it was affecting your vision but actually the lighting the it's like there's like a red bulb in the in the lamp um and all of the lighting seems off like clearly the lamp is on and the thing providing light in the room and there isn't another light source but the shadows are like there's like dramatic under lighting <laughs> that like shouldn't be coming from anywhere huh Well, I guess I'm here. <laughs> um, is um, is Sludge Bucket like still trying to get away, or he went into the hallway? Um, okay. you were a little bit, you were pretty slimy, so I, so you had to get all that junk off. You had to like get up, right, and yeah. sort of like get yeah. all that out of your eyes. 
and you hear you can still faintly hear him slurping away in the distance but it's like he's he's putting the pedal to the metal because he just got <laughs> he, he got like blasted and he had to throw up he had a bad time so he's just trying to get out of there that's fair um what what does the closet look like you turn around do you look at the closet um it looks like an ordinary closet oh boy um okay um i guess i'm just i'm just gonna follow after a uh, sludge bucket here I'm, I'm gonna go out into the hallway you go out into the hallway um even more dramatic lighting uh the hallway um but otherwise the hallway looks yeah everything looks a lot cleaner um huh. not necessarily newer it doesn't seem like all of this stuff is new but it just looks like it's been lived in more recently um the uh yeah there's um it, it again seems like it's nighttime but if you but it but like i said there was that window that was ajar and there was a nice warm breeze yeah. if you want to take a look outside um, or take a look in one of the bedrooms or the bathroom or go down the stairs or go to the attic yeah, um, only thing about um, looking out the window, um, is the lake frozen or not? <laughs> oh, if you look out the window, um, it is clearly summertime. Yeah. The lake is not frozen. There's, you know, leaves on the trees, nice grass. There's a nice summery breeze. Um, none of the cars that were out there before are out there. Um, though it does seem like there's one... Um, uh what what's the name of the car like uh like a station wagon station wagon with like the wood paneling yeah um that seems to be parked outside that looks you know relatively modern it looks like something that is from from the 80s (laughs) okay um yeah i'm just gonna yeah i'm gonna go into the hallway and we're just gonna we're gonna check some of the rooms i guess check some rooms check some of the the guest bedrooms they seem perfectly ordinary um you check the bathroom see so they seem like the same and ordinary check the bathroom seems the same and ordinary um and then you hear it a sound coming from up the stairs (laughs) um hold on let me check here uh it's like um like a revving sound but not like a it you don't recognize the kind of device that it is but it's it's like something is like like uh it's some sort of rotating device that's making uh-huh. noise doesn't sound like exactly like a chainsaw but it's uh, similar to a chainsaw maybe. <laughs> okay um and then you look over and you see coming up the stairs is this huge hulking figure very dramatically underlit with um uh they're wearing jeans they've got a black tank top they're wearing an umpire's mask mm-hmm. um but you can see that the umpire's mask is under like a skull face a scary skull face um and they have a big automatic drill that they like are are hitting a button on and the drill is like running <laughs> um <laughs> and they just get up to the top of the stairs and ju- it, their head just turns towards you um and they hold up the drill and it just starts spinning really fast um and then we're gonna cut to 
Okay. Um, <laughs> really cut to Ted and Maurice. And Maurice is like, once he frees himself, he's going to go up to the closet and just start like checking it. I think, or actually, yeah, he's going to check it and then he's going to go into the adjacent room that would like share a wall with it and just start like, where could this thing have gone? Or actually, yeah. no, no. He pulls out his walkie. He pulls out <laughs> his walkie, gives it a walkie. beep, uh, and just, uh, like Natalie, are you okay? Over. We we've lost visual. Are you are you okay? Over. Uh, Natalie, this this guy gets to the top of the staircase, looks at you, starts rubbing the thing, and then your walkie goes off. <laughs> Natalie, are are you okay? Over. Um, to be determined. Over. <laughs> I'm getting my proton pack right now. I will shoot this man. <laughs> shoot this terrifying uh slasher villain man yes <laughs> um okay <laughs> so maurice you got a yeah. response and maurice will look at look at ted like she can't have gone too far <laughs> uh, these are shortwave oh my god yeah i don't know how limbo works uh well here let's go check the other room on the other side of this maybe it just phased through the door the wall as you're as you're heading out of the room ad mike comes up there he's just like what the hell is going on i heard he noises official there... ghostbuster business this that did you destroy the windows on the house there's a <laughs> ghost he not in see here the slime look at the oh, slime he also yeah sees maurice the slime is covered head to toe like, what? ectoplasm what is going on some He's... kind of sludge bucket. Move out of the way. He's like, oh, okay. Mike, the AD is easy to push around. Let's be real. Um, yeah, he's an assistant director. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. But he's concerned. Uh, cut back to the the other realm. Um, now he's gonna blast. You're you're not gonna run. I'm, you're gonna blast. I'm I'm just gonna. Where where do I have to run? There's just well, a dead end. Well, I was gonna say there's yeah there's all these bedrooms. There's the attic. Um. But yeah, you definitely couldn't get back downstairs. Yeah. Unless um, you can jump from a second story window. I, yeah, that's true. You could try and jump out the window. I mean, jump is one of my skills, but I don't know about that one. <laughs> but landing is not. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to jump but not at land. I can, um, exactly. It's like, I can get the height. That's not the problem. <laughs> okay uh yeah you this this guy's walking up to you he's not running up to you slasher villain he's walking mm -hmm. with purpose yeah. up to you yeah. um with his giant drill um and yeah you blast and you can certainly hit him before he gets there so right. that's yeah that's gonna be like um that's you know what? That's only gonna be a five because this dude's not trying to dodge anything. All right. Well, let's hope I can hit that with forty-six. Great, fifteen, and no and ghost no time. Ghost. Triple this no time. <laughs> this time, <laughs> you shoot your your uh, proton pack uh, at this uh, at this guy, and it's uh, the beam slams into him. And he goes fuzzy, 
um it's like uh it's like a a his he starts to dissolve but it looks like the way film looks when it gets caught on the reel and it starts to burn hmm um and yeah he just dissolves when you hit him with the proton blast the the whole like gun smoke thing <laughs> there you go <laughs> um yeah, if, there, if there's nothing going on in these rooms in the, the hallway, uh, she's going to continue to go downstairs then. Sure. You you go down the stairs. Uh, you hear a uh, scream from down the stairs. And you see... Um, so you're on, on, like, the landing, right? And you see down there running um, uh, beneath the landing towards the front door of the foyer... Uh, again, there's no film equipment around, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, the actress Heather um, covered in blood, running towards the door, just screaming her head off. Um, yeah. And that's when it clicks for Natalie. The The lighting tipped me off is like, heck, the player. But I was like, I don't think Natalie would have thought that. This is when she pulls the script out from her back pocket and is going to look through it and start start like flipping through the pages uh you hear that sound again of the revving automatic drill um and uh, and following the the uh character lead actress uh again walking um out from under the landing because there's like you know there's the landing and below it there's probably like the doorway to the kitchen or the den mm-hmm. or whatever um is that same slasher villain guy uh chasing the the girl so you're like flipping through trying to find the place uh, i want to roll to see if you can find the right spot in the script for the Ooh. scene that's currently happening what would that be that'd probably be brains yeah i feel like all right i'm gonna use two brownie points on this that feels good idea 14 14 sure um in this scene the uh eddie the killer um gets up to uh the main character um and uh is about to to stick her with the drill but then she uses her psychic powers to send uh the sh- the the like chandelier crashing down on him which gives her time to get away mhm um and if you do not interfere at all do you just stay where you're at um well i'm not going to interfere with the scene um okay. though i do want to see like what direction she goes in um because yeah it's like she's just gonna keep like following the script and saying like when she can get to the end so maybe if like she gets to the end of the film like she can just get out um Um, yeah uh she goes she runs outside after this because she's gotten to the main doors um but yeah if you stand there and wait for a moment the she will use her powers she she concentrates real hard 
um and this the chandelier falls down on uh the 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 bad guy the slasher villain uh trapping him beneath it seemingly killing him but as we know that's never how it goes uh and then she runs out of the doorway uh leaving it open behind her what do you do all right i am going to go in that same direction Mm, very cool you you run down the staircase uh and out into the uh a balmy summer night um i take a second to laugh at um uh eddie under the chandelier but then i go (laughs) yeah (laughs) um uh back to the uh the other dimension the real world dimension uh, you folks have gotten to the other side of the wall of the closet and you're not finding anything. I will tell uh, Maurice, since he's got the walkie, uh, at, tell her she's half ghost. Maybe she can phase back through the way she came in. Yeah, Maurice will um, <laughs> he'll, he'll say, I... Uh, Ted's got an idea. Uh, he's saying that, uh, you know, I, you are half ghost. Uh, so maybe uh, you try and, and get your, your way back here. I'm not exactly sure where you are. Over. Uh, so, so it took me a second. Um, and I, I can't go in through the closet, I don't think. It just looks like a closet out here. But uh, as weird as this sounds, I think I'm, like, in the dimension of the movie over i think i have an idea to get you back i need to clear it with the boss and he looks at ted (laughs) okay sure all right so natalie says she's in a movie world Uh uh-huh you know how there, uh, there's the transponder thing that we just got from Tanaka that turns things from movies into the real world? Yeah. We could... <laughs> I begrudgingly hand it to Maurice. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I mean... Heck, darn. Uh, Shoot. This is gonna be <laughs> tricky. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, uh, just uh, just try and stay safe. We'll, we're figuring it out. Over and out. All right, so because we didn't bring we didn't bring one with us in the car, right? Like we didn't bring a whole one. Why would a whole we one? Have? I don't know. <laughs> a transponder that's working. Well, uh, oh, you're. you're... You're because you had grab you had taken I'm one taken of the one. Yeah. transmitters, but it, it blew up, so okay. you don't have a working one. Gotcha, got it. Um, can I guess which one would be easier to repair, uh, potentially repair? Well, the one that you have there is is probably working. It might just be unfinished. Okay. Um, okay. But okay. Ted, Ted just cut the the cord for it, so you need to gotcha. rewire it to be able to plug it in. But that's like not actually that yeah. difficult if you. Look, this is 1986. Every dad has base electrician skills yeah. that are, but yeah. they're not like certified or anything. They can just no. use wires. 
they uh, might flip the uh, positive <laughs> and negative by mistake, but <laughs> it might blow the breaker. But like, we'll figure it out as we get yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Maurice is going to try and, and repair this thing. It might take him a little bit, or to, to finish this. Um, it might take him a little bit, but that's that's his idea. Is we can get her out that way and maybe figure out how this thing works. Cool. Uh, Ted, what are you doing? No idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really... We've got... I want to go to the clock. The grand go to the clock. clock. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to open up the door to the clock and, like, look inside, inspect, see if there's anything weird in there. Um, This is like a Batman sleeps in the Batcave thing. You know? Does this clock lead to the Batcave? It leads to Limbo, you know? Um, It seems like the clock is broken, which is why it's binging and donging at all these weird times. The gears are, like, messed up. But other than that, that doesn't seem, like, supernatural. It's just okay. broken. Um, okay. The, you do get meter readings from it, though, like you did earlier. Yeah. Huh. But it's kind of like seems to be random when it dongs because yeah. it's not working properly. So you don't know when the next time it's going to do that is. All right, I just want to, like, shift it away from the wall and make sure there's nothing behind it. Yeah. All right. Huh. Damn, I have no idea. All right, I, I want to go down to the set and just, like, Try to take a peek at the camera while sure. everybody else is doing whatever they're doing. They, uh, some people are a little concerned um, about okay. the no- racket. Yeah, I'm a scientist. Yeah. Um, uh, Crispin is done with his plaster cast and he's getting his makeup and he's like, he's like, hey man, you found the bad stuff, didn't you? I knew it. I knew this place was cursed. Uh, there's a ghost here. It's not here right now. We're working on it. And he turns to like the makeup person and he's like, Man, we gotta get out of here. We're all dead. And the makeup person's like, Calm down. Just listen. I need to I need to get this <laughs> I need to powder your face. Just calm down. <laughs> We're handling it. You've got nothing to worry about. Sure. But if you if you're looking at the the camera. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much you know about cameras aside from like the one that you have, but obviously like a consumer camera is very different than a film sure, camera. Film camera. Um, yeah. But if you're looking at it and the cinematographer is like, uh, hey, buddy, what are you doing? And I'd be like, hey, that Tanaka guy didn't install anything weird to your camera, did he? She's like, on my rig? No way. Nobody touches my baby. <laughs> He's like, All right. Anything? Did you see him install anything? on any other equipment in here electronic equipment mm, install no i saw him bring in some electronics though but i think he brought them up to his his uh his room okay. upstairs okay all right and i just go to craft services <laughs> you go to craft services <laughs> yeah there's uh there's a big dude at craft services who's wearing jeans and a leather tank top or a black tank top not, it's not leather uh although it could be i suppose um and He's got, uh, um, he's not like from the, he's in makeup ex, uh, from the neck down. So he's got like his creepy, like undead hands, right? 
Um, and uh, but from the neck up, he looks like a normal person. And he's like, you know, this big guy, he's got like a buzz cut. He's got a goatee. Uh, he looks like he could be like a professional wrestler and he's just like eating a sandwich and he's like, oh, hey, buddy, how's it going? Oh, uh, it's it's going. It's, it's just one of those days, you know. <laughs> he's, he goes to shake your hand. He's like, hey, my name's Hotter. Uh, hey, Ted, I'll shake his hand. Uh, I, I don't even know. And I'll just like <laughs> just start eating. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I... I'm at a loss right now. This is, uh, you know what? Maybe I need just need to eat something. So then I yeah, start eating. See if that'll maybe clear my head. Fuel your brain, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, you start eating. Uh, Maurice works on the device. Uh, Maurice, I need a roll for this. Uh, I would like. I think guess probably makes the most sense for you. Nerf guess. You are muted. Okay. I think. I I was. I'm just saying. Uh, I didn't see any kind of like electric repair or or anything like that. Uh, beforehand. So you know, guess probably. Uh, probably a good guess. Yeah. As far as um, I, I mean, the one good thing is this. If comparing this device to what you saw from the other one, mm-hmm. even though you didn't work with the other one too closely, it seems like this is mostly completed. So you probably just have to rewire the electric uh connector to the outlet probably probably got an 18 yeah you rewire it you're like oh yeah this this other little ribbon cable wasn't attached and you attach that you're like okay cool and you seem to have repaired it okay yeah uh he's gonna like just like do a a a look around uh and he says, um, like, out of curiosity, uh, he's going to, like, call. Uh, he's going to use the walkie for Natalie uh, and just say, uh, just to uh, uh, clear a suspicion, can you go? Are you in the house still? Am I still in the house? I think you probably would have just gotten outside. I'm like, I'm about right outside, but I can go back in. Over. Can you go to the upper floor bathroom mirror and, like, who knows? Maybe it's like a ghost thing. Like, you saw a guy wearing a jumpsuit in a painting of the mirror, so maybe you'll be at the mirror. I don't know how this whole thing works. The... <laughs> I will point out, uh, Natalie, if you turn around to look back inside the house, obviously the chandelier is still there, but it is rocking back and forth as uh, Eddie begins to pull himself up and get out from under the chandelier. So if you want to go back in the house, you're going to have to go past him. (sighs) You see, the, 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 the slash villain is like right by me and i'm not sure if i want to test my luck zapping him again over no that's fair uh uh uh, just keep us informed as to where you're going in case i don't know how portals work or if we can portal at all Uh, if you're in a ghost realm try doing ghost stuff (laughs) just (laughs) 
just do ghost stuff just be the ghost when in rome uh (laughs) the uh so what i will point out the other thing you see uh is the uh the the main character of the movie the played by the actress heather but uh in the script she probably has a different name like Mm -hmm. i don't know sarah or something uh and of course it is yeah every Uh, horror movie right uh and you can see her running for the dock so that's so she is so like she went outside and now she's running for the dock so you're like on the porch so you could go back in where you know the the slasher villain is uh or you could head or you could head a different direction and go towards like the workshed or the car or something um but you know that she is headed towards the dock you could also consult the script yeah i'm gonna consult the script um, so you're really near the end of the movie right now. Uh-huh. And it looks like there is a dramatic scene between um, this girl and the villain out by the lake in which she uses psychic powers to pull him underwater or something. The script is a little unclear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um yeah it may as well and like i'll just just i'll just kind of be like out of the way and more going out of the house and if i see that all go down and he's out of my way i might go back up and sure take a look at the mirror yeah you can just like duck like un- <laughs> to the side of the porch or something and then yeah. because yeah because the script be says that he, yeah. he that he chases Sarah out to the pier, mm-hmm. right? So if you just stay out of the way, you assume that that's what he's going to do. Um. So so yeah, okay, you can do that, and yeah, he stalks out of the out of the house, uh, down towards the pier, uh, chasing after this character, and you can go back into the house when he does that. Cool. Okay. I'm just gonna mosey on in. Uh, I'll I'll walk you over. I um I realized that he's following a script, and that I can just as long as I'm not in his way, he's just gonna go do what he's gonna do. So I'm heading back up to the mirror. Over. Yeah, Maurice will uh, just say Roger that, or he'll make his way to the mirror and just like hope that he sees his friend. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, as Natalie's heading up the staircase, you hear movement, noise at the top <laughs> near the landing, just out of sight. I wonder if it's Vince. Because <laughs> I just realized the suitcase was in the attic, which <laughs> means I might want to check that later, too. Um, yeah, still, still just going to be kind of on my guard, though. Just on... Um, with my proton uh, one, ready to ride shoot. Um, yeah, turn yeah. the corner. You turn the corner. You get to the dot. You get to the landing and look around the corner, and yeah, there's a guy in a neon tracksuit with hairs covering one eye, and he's um eating something. Um, uh, maybe like. Let's just say a sandwich. He's just eating a sandwich. He doesn't look co- totally calm. He's kind of like looking around, like he's go- he's trying to look down the landing at like what's going on down there. And then he sees you. He's like, "Oh, uh, uh, um, uh, hi, hi, you, you're different." 
Yeah, I could say the same to you. Are are you Vince by any chance? And he's like, oh yeah, hey Vince Tanaka. <laughs> Hi, hey, how's it going? Yeah, hey, hey, nice he try, to meet He you. goes, he goes to try to shake her hand, but he's got like mayonnaise on his hand from the sandwich. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you're fine. Um, you know, he, believe it or not, I we were we were looking for you. Um, he's like, "Wait, are you here to rescue me? Are you getting me out of here? Do you know how to get out of here?" Um, jury's still out on that. We're trying to figure that out. Um. Good news for some reason, whatever this place is, is within walkie communication. So, um, they're trying to figure that out right now. But uh, hey, Natalie Collins, Ghostbusters. Um, he's just nice like, to meet Oh, you. the Ghostbusters, thank goodness. You, you're definitely the ones who would be able to handle a situation like this. Okay, yeah, well, we don't have a lot of time. Uh, and he points what? he points out the door and he's like, well, the final scene's about to happen and then it'll reset. So what what we need to do, I that's that's why I ventured out here a little bit, because I know that Eddie is down by the lake at this point in the script, mm-hmm. but he'll be back in the house soon when the movie resets. So, um, yeah, it, I'll follow your lead. Where do you want to go? Um, well, we know there was something weird going on on the other side of everything with mirrors, so I was going to check that out and see if we can figure out um, anything about that. My, like, my, all right. my friend's going to be on the other side. Cool, cool. Sounds great. Uh, awesome. Uh, and he um, he's just going to follow you. Um, okay, great. And you can go to the um, upstairs bathroom. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna communicate this to the 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 rest of the group. Uh, hey, yeah. Um, so you know how how Vince was in uh the the mirror in that painting, right? Well, I just found him over. Just great news, best news I heard all day. <laughs> over. Yeah. Yeah. The um. You get to the bathroom, uh, and you can, you know, let Maurice know when that happens. Um, mm-hmm. Maurice, are you once you get that signal, um, are you gonna just activate the device? You can do anything uh, else. You're gonna like let Ted know what's going oh, on. Oh yeah, or... no, he'll go down and he'll he'll let Ted be like, hey, uh, Natalie's Natalie's got Vince. All right, we gotta get him back doing our best we're gonna go up uh we're gonna try a, uh, a mirror trick all right Let's see what happens shrugs yeah basically all right you go up to the bathroom natalie and vince are in the bathroom everybody's in the bathroom <laughs> um uh maurice you turn on the device yes Cool. You flip on the device. It hums to life. Um, Natalie, you get a weird feeling in your head. Um, But you can't tell from where it's coming. Um, And suddenly you hear the grandfather clock going bong, 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 bong. Um, And the... uh, The whole... Again, PKE meter spikes... The whole room feels weird. 
Um, what do you do? Uh, uh, Maurice will be like, uh, like looks at, looks at 10, like, do we like say their name three times and then they'll like try and jump out at us? I don't, I don't think so. Why don't you just see if they can just push through the mirror? Uh, can you push through the mirror over? Puts hand on mirror. (laughs) Put your hand on the mirror. It feels weird, like fuzzy. Um, the, uh, you can, if you just push on it, nothing, it, it, as nothing happens in particular, aside from it just feels strange. Um, you could try, uh, either side could try smashing it or, um, or just opening the medicine cabinet. Maybe, uh, you, I will say that Maurice, you do not see any special reflection in the mirror. Yeah. You'll open the medicine cabinet. You open the medicine cabinet, normal medicine cabinet. Uh, no dice so far over, um, I'm gonna open the medicine cabinet. I imagine like um the camera just shows like on either side they of uh both characters opening the medicine cabinets. Um one side is just showing the pills and we'll see what the other side shows. Yeah, so now you open the medicine cabinet, it looks totally normal inside. Yeah. Ah, they got us. Close the cabinet. Ah, uh. Um, the grandfather clock is still bonging. There are some people downstairs being like, how are we supposed to get this shot with this clock? Can someone stop this clock? Um, uh, and the device is getting very hot. So you're not sure how much longer you can keep it on. Uh, he'll, uh, he'll turn it off. Oh, okay. Uh, he'll just, so that way it has like a little bit of time to cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, He'll say, um, let's try to clock. Actually, you know what? I want to ask Ted. Ted, is there anything you want to do before, while the device is still running? Just because I realized I didn't give give you a chance to. Can we attach it to the mirror? Yeah. And then see if it opens, right? Like if it makes like a doorway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hook it up. All right, let's do that. Let's see Um, if it alters the... Turns it into water, you know what I mean? That typical mirror. It turns it into, trick. you know. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, where you just go. Yeah. <laughs> Evil Dead style. Yes. Um, <laughs> the mirror image of you reaches out and starts choking <laughs> you, and then you realize it's your own hands. Um, no, the, uh, yeah. So you can uh, try to hold the device up to the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, the clock actually starts somehow bonging faster than it was. This is assuming the device is still on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, even faster than it already had been. It sounds like that thing's gonna blow up. <laughs> um, okay. and the uh, the mirror starts to like vibrate. Um, as you're holding the device up to it, and when you touch the device to it, the mirror just explodes. Um. Not in a way that would harm anyone because this okay. is a children's TV show. But uh, there's just glass sh- flies out in a non-lethal or dangerous way, um, and there's just you just hear this torrent of wind. Um, and looking into where the mirror was, there's just this black void. Uh, 
uh-oh, I think we caused a problem. <laughs> ask, her, uh, ask her to open the mirror on that side. <laughs> Try opening the mirror again. <laughs> Over. Opens. <laughs> it's so... You just open it, and it's like, oh, this is a medicine cabinet again. Hmm. No, nice. Over. What did you all do? Over. <laughs> Looks dead. <laughs> we got a black hole over here. <laughs> oh, no. He's just like holding the, holding the walkie up. <laughs> oh. uh, Maurice will look in. Maurice, you look in, and there's like this howling wind in there, uh, and it's just darkness, um, darkness and wind, and it seems like it's just a a, a sheer drop. You're not so how, sure how long it go, how far it goes, because it's completely dark. I don't know. I've heard people talk about yelling into the void. Why don't you try that? <laughs> go bears! It echoes in the in the void. I got the first thing. You uh, okay. Yeah, just uh, the proof that nothing good happens in New Jersey. That's true. That's true. Uh, device is still on. Yeah. Yes, yeah. device still. Alright, you wanna go try the clock? Yeah, let's try. <laughs> just leave a black hole. You no, know, we'll we'll turn What's it gonna do? We'll do we'll turn the we'll open the medic medicine cabinet and have like where the glass was like against a wall. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's funny. If you open it, it's like the back side of the medicine cabinet door is totally normal and the yeah. interior of the medicine cabinet is totally normal. <laughs> Yeah, just don't don't show that. So you that. just sort of do that. So instead of hearing like all this wind, you just do it so it's against the wall. So it's like, and there's like a little bit of wind leaking out, but it's not. You know, you go back down to the clock. The clock yeah. is bonging like crazy. Boop. At the bathroom door. Yeah. Affix the affix the machine. Do you? Oh, I'm sorry. Is the machine still on? Do you turn it off? As of right now, it is. Okay. Yeah, it is. So we are clock. like rushing down. I feel like. Like, I would pass it off to Ted and have him run it down. Sure. Touch it to the clock, I guess. You We're going to just blow up everything in this house. It's going to be a black hole. It's going to blow up everything in the house? Yeah, at this you point. You touch it to the clock. Um, actually, nothing happens when you touch it to the clock. Other than the clock continues doing what it's doing, but nothing, like, alters in any significant way. Okay. I already, like, Okay. People are looking at you like, what the hell is going on? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. And I will open the door and, like, just the clock door. Make sure there's no secret clock doors, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. And then I'll be like, yeah, no dice, Maurice. Uh, uh, Natalie, can you, can you break your mirror? I mean, I can try over... Um... I mean, is there something I can break the mirror with here? Yeah, sure. You can just, I mean, you can just break it with your um, proton wand if you want. Okay, great. Yeah, let's do that. Whack. Smash it. Uh, you smash it. Um, it doesn't become a void, but there is this weird um, 
Actually, I gotta check my notes. Hold on, one second. Uh, yeah, there's. It looks like some kind of um, like this brick tunnel. Uh, like large enough to get through? through. Yeah, if you wanted. Well, I guess this beats getting chased by Slash villain, huh? <laughs> Vince is just like, Vince. uh, yeah. You hear you you two also hear a ruckus from outside, and Vince is like, "Oh, the the movie's ending. They she just uh she just trapped the, she just trapped Eddie. This is it's gonna reset soon. So I think if we're if we want to go, we should go. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. You crawl, you crawl into the mirror. Um, and as soon as you do, as soon as you crawl in there, you feel gravity shift. Um, and you quickly find yourself. So you crawled in sideways and then gravity shifted. So now it's like you're up high and you begin falling. Uh, (laughs) so I need a roll. As you and Vince are sliding down this brick tunnel. Oh, we've established I don't particularly have a landing skill. Oh, no. Um, this, so this would be either... Be... I mean, it depends on how you want to okay. play this out. So I could... I assume it would be muscles to try and grab the sides and stop yourself from sliding. But if you can think yeah. of another thing you want to do, feel free. Um... Yeah, because I was trying to think of something with like maybe moves, just because my odds are a little better with moves. But <laughs> I mean, I, we're falling down an indeterminate. Uh, how um, how many brownie points are we talking here? Oh, oh yeah, that's, um, that's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, you know, hmm. I do it for I do it for three. I do it for three brownie points. Yeah, you know, let's just do that. Okay. I like that. Hold on. You can stop for three brownie points. <gasps> Vince, an extra brownie point to stop Vince from falling. Okay, well. the one yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh you do that. You you um push your hands against the sides of and feet against the sides of this thing and stop yourself from sliding downward, and Vince sort of catches on you. Uh, and he's just like, this is strange. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, gosh, I got in here through the, through the closet. I just kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know how this works. (laughs) He's very confused. Yeah. I wish I knew how it worked too, but you know, this is all in a day's work. Being a Ghostbuster at this point, mm. um, maybe as a scientist, Vince would be like, I don't know. The closet led to the closet, but maybe other portals lead to other places. Yeah, so hopefully by that logic, we would get to the other mirror then. Hmm. Huh. Not sure. Not sure. What's happening in the real world? Uh turned the device we turned it off yeah well i think like yeah maurice is is like he's at the mirror he's just kind of like looking for 
any sign of of that in there. Oh, so wait, did you turn the device off? Yeah, if it was Ted. Okay. Yeah. Um, as soon as you turn the device off, the black void goes away, okay. and then it's just the door to the medicine cabinet is a normal door that has a shattered mirror mm-hmm. set okay. in it. Um, and and from Natalie's perspective looking up from where you climbed in to the to this thing um what you could see the bathroom disappears and it's just leading up into darkness and it also gets much colder where you are <laughs> like wait Uh-oh. she could see out like into well, our she can... or like into her bathroom well she yeah, could see out movie. into her bathroom because she yeah. crawled through her mirror into yeah. this weird brick hall okay. like this brick like tunnel but as soon as the device turned off, that uh, portal disappears. So now what you see when you look up is just um, the brick tunnel continues upward into darkness. And the area you're in is much colder than it was before. Oh, no. Well. But- Um, does, yeah, Ted or Maurice do anything now that the device is turned off and you've noticed the mirror has gone back to normal? How it's going. If it still works. Yeah. Um, I feel like at that point, Maurice is probably like, we need two bowls and some ice. And like a towel. Two bowls. Because you like you fill the bottom bowl with ice, and then the second bowl you put a towel on, and then you could put the electronic to help like bring down its temperature if oh, it was getting like overheated yeah. without mm-hmm. getting any direct water onto it. Yeah, that's interesting. Never thought of that. Um, I mean, you can get that. You can cool it down yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it's I... also cold outside, so you could just bring it outside. Yeah, I think that like they're standing outside. Like, okay, uh, don't know where Mallory is. Uh, we do know uh, where Natalie is, uh, and she's got Vince. Great. Yeah, we just gotta get her back there, though. Yeah, that's uh, that's the kicker, isn't it? So I think the mirror. Uh, uh, I mean, it was a black hole, sure. Mm. Well, it stopped when we turned off the device, so. We know that that's somehow related. I don't know. You want to just call her and see what we can get and then go from there? Maybe she's in that other mirror in the workshed. Ah, oh, hey, there was a mirror in the workshed? That's what she said. There's a painting. A painting. I'm oh, sorry, painting. That's painting right. of a mirror. Yeah, let's go check painting the workshed. Painting of a mirror, yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, Maurice will call and just, uh, what are your visuals over? Can I reach my walkie with how I'm sitting in this tunnel right now? It's pretty cramped. You know what might work is that since your walkie's like on your thing, it might be that it starts going off and Vince can like reach over and <laughs> press the button on it. I love that. So it's it's pretty dark now. We over we um <laughs> we. Uh... How do I explain this? We went through the mirror because a tunnel was behind it. We broke the glass, or the yeah, the glass is the mirror. Um, 
and we're in this dark tunnel um and i'm not sure what's going on on the other side but all of a sudden we now can't see our end uh the bathroom in the film and it's now very cold in this tunnel and i don't know the, the gravity shifted it's now completely vertical instead of just walking normally over like looks at ted like uh... hang on Boop. turn it back on <laughs> turn what about back now? On. ask her about now uh, uh, that far yeah <laughs> you turn back on um now it's uh less cold um in the tunnel you see the appearing above you is the light of the bathroom uh much better over <laughs> but you yeah like i said you can continue down the tunnel into um uh you like looking down there it doesn't just continue on into total darkness but it's it seems like there is a faint light at the bottom mm-hmm. yeah I'm but it's gonna... a bit of a climb yeah, I gotta go carefully, or at least as carefully as I can. Okay, you're gonna go down and not back up to the bathroom, yeah. right? Okay, you you cautiously climb downward. You advance, uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to climb. That's difficult. Give me a roll for this. Oh boy. Okay. Um, it won't be particularly hard. I'd probably set it at like a ten. Okay, I'm still going to use one brownie point, at least. My muscles aren't the best. Oh, no. <laughs> That's an eight. Great. Um, you're like, you're climbing down, and you're like, I think I've got this. Oh, wait, no, I don't. And then you start sliding. <laughs> um, uh, and... Um, where i'm sorry so where are ted and maurice so you you said you went out to the shed yeah we were okay. outside to keep my the, way back in to keep the thing <laughs> uh we wanted to keep the device cool so we went outside and then we said yeah. well let's go check the shed maybe there's something in there um the shed you turn the device on when you're near when you're near or in the shed that's uh, important great <laughs> yeah uh i don't think we were in we turned it on before we went into yeah yeah so okay. it'll be on by the time that we get there okay yeah, correct um great the uh you are approaching the uh the shed the device is running you can hear from the house the grandfather clock has started bonging again oh, but it's geez. fairly muscle muffled because it's a little farther away at this point um and you hear noises coming from inside the shed. Let's just hope it's Mallory. Yeah, <laughs> alright, be ready. We get closer to the shed. Get closer to the shed. Um the door to the shed bursts open. But it's not sludge bucket this time. Oh, no. It's all of the tools that were hanging up. The uh, hammers and the saws <laughs> and the wrenches all come flying out, telekinetically propelled. Oh my god! Um, flying at you. They're floating, floating tools. They're coming for you. 
<laughs> turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> you turn it off. Um suddenly they all um they're they're still like being propelled, yeah. but now they're just there's just the force of momentum. So they just fly at you and is like you're that they, they just fly into like the side of the house. So like uh like a gardening hoe just like sticks into the into the wall of the house. And like, yeah, and like a hammer like bounces off of it. Um and uh and at the same time, Natalie and Vince land hard in uh like a weird little sooty area, um, take three brownie points from a hard landing. Yeah. Um you're and you're like coughing there's all this dust again you're trying to clear your eyes and you do and it's the you standing in front of you is um eddie with his his big like saw thing just like like looking down uh and that's like the first thing you see is your eyes clear and you you but you're you seem to be in I don't know, a room in the house. You can't, Eddie is so big, you can't see much beyond him, but you seem to be in a room. What do you do? Well, he's seen us, right? He's right in front of you. Well, um, yeah, Zippity Sappity, we're gonna try this again. Please roll. It's only a DC5. Um, well, because he's right in like your face. I just watch this one's gonna have a ghost eye i'm already calling it now i'm already calling it now it's gonna oh no okay well that's a 14 a 14 no ghost eye though <laughs> very good you zap um and the beam shoots uh right at eddie um and you hear whoa what and the guy and the <gasps> eddie lifts up the uh the the thing and the beam hits the <laughs> the thing and it, that he's holding and it explodes and he flies backward and you see he's like there he's like ah he's like on fire a little bit and he just rips off the mask and you see this guy and he throws the mask to the ground and starts stamping it out and the whole film crew is standing there like what is going on <laughs> um the uh you're sitting in the fireplace of the den you're actually right next to the craft services table oh my god <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> but I... luckily you can't die or get really badly injured in this game because it's a cartoon True. so don't worry the actor portraying eddie is totally fine yeah <laughs> that is totally my bad i am so sorry i just got very startled after falling through i, I look up is this like a chimney or something yeah like, you're in a chimney it was a, you're in a chimney I don't know how quite how I got here, but that scared me a whole lot after just falling through a chimney. Is Vince there? Yeah, Vince okay, is right. Vince kind of fell on you a little bit, which is why you took yeah. that damage. Um, and Vince is like, "Oh, gee, oh my gosh, I'm back. We're we're back." Um, and then you hear Vince, my friend, and uh, the director runs over. Um, 
and pulls Vince up and gives him a hug, uh, and then hugs Natalie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's so excited. He's so happy. <laughs> this is a happy Italian man. This is very uh, good. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the guy who plays Eddie in the movie is just like, ah, geez, what was that for? I just was making sure you were okay. I saw you. You just fell out of the chimney. Were you on the roof? Actually, he has a lower tone of voice. We'd be like, "Hey, were, were you on the roof? What happened?" Um, I I don't entirely know how to explain it. I I wasn't on the roof. I can tell you that. Last time I or last thing I remember is I was in the master bedroom with my colleagues. Um, but I found Vince. <laughs> Vince waves. Um, the director is brushing Vince off because Vince is covered in soot. <laughs> Um, there's a commotion. Actually, Maurice and uh, Ted, you all these gardening implements flew at you. You turned off the device. The the clock stopped bonging. And then you heard this the the iconic sound of a proton uh, blast <laughs> from inside the house. Just looks at Ted, and then like starts like. Yeah, run back to the house. Yeah, like Ted obviously is like, like the flash running off. He's just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get in there and you see this whole scene. Natalie covered in soot. Vince being hugged by the director, also covered in soot. Um, uh, hotter. Um, costume mostly destroyed. Oops. Oops. Yeah. You're back. <laughs> yeah, we're we're back. Tanaka? Yeah. Waves. It's just uh it's a pleasure to meet you. Like thanks. Thanks for that thanks for rescuing me. I uh uh whew. And then he's like, and then he sees the device that you're holding. He's like, don't turn that on. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no. Uh, and he'll just like pull the ribbon cable that was attached to it. Uh, one time use. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh... Mr. Tanaka, uh, I would recommend uh, that maybe uh, you come with us. We have a couple questions. Uh, I believe we'd like to ask. He's like, yeah, some strange stuff has been going on. We and, should definitely talk. And Mr. Tanaka, we are ready to believe you. Let's end on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Lex, thank you so much for running this game. I have a blast <laughs> every single time that we can play this Ghostbusters adventure. Lex, where can we find you? What do you do? Oh, gosh. I'm Lex. You can find me on Twitter at Dank Dungeons. I do game stuff. I've been some streams, including a great stream over on Ted's channel for Rod of Seven Parts. Or not Rod of Seven Parts. Great Modron March, the sequel to Rod of Seven Parts. Mm -hmm. uh, with Ted, uh, Jordan, PH is Silent is in that game. We also have LB Hack'em Up in it. Um, and Rachel 
I don't remember Rachel's web name, but she's very cool. Uh, and yeah, uh, great game. So I'm in that. Uh, also, there is a link tree on my Twitter that links to all of the other uh, work that I've done that you can purchase, such as uh, games, game supplements, and some soundtrack stuff. So if you want to check out that and support my work, uh, go over there and give that a look. Incredible. And Ted, where can we find you? What do you do? Uh, I'm Ted. I run Nerd Immersion, which is all over the internet in a variety of different places. Probably the best place where most people would know me from would be my YouTube channel, where I cover all sorts of things, TTRPG news related, as well as other sorts of reviews and unboxings and things of that nature, uh, as well as going and doing convention coverage and interviews and stuff like that. Speaking of conventions, PAX East is next week, and I will be there. So if you're out and about and you want to find me, I'll be wearing probably this hat and some form of an orange flannel shirt um so you just look for that and i usually have a bunch of swag to give away uh everything from pens dice to even custom branded hand sanitizer which you can't go wrong with nowadays in today's day and age so anyway uh that's it for me excellent and heck where can we find you what do you do Hey, yeah, hey everybody. Um, you can find me on all the social medias at Sir Heckalot, including Twitch, itch, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm everywhere. Just find me. Um, it's the best place to figure out where I'm going to be in the TTRPG space next. Um, I have a very busy week streaming next week. I don't know how this happened. Um, but on Monday the 20th, you can find me over on Neon Lights Roleplay with Oatsworn, Odyssey of the Dragon Lords. We do every other Monday. Um, on Tuesday the 21st, you can find me over on ESP TTRPG with uh, The Old Margrave. It is an Into the Woods-inspired campaign um, that is going to be kicking off every other Tuesday um, from that day forward. Um, on the 22nd, you can find me over on Lost Caravan RPG playing in Ghost Mountain. It is a Weird West-style um, uh, TTRPG, and it's going to be very fun. I'm very excited for it. Um, and then on the 23rd, you can catch me over on Dat Magic Juice's channel and All Hail the Queen, our Tyranny of Dragons campaign that goes every other Thursday. Um, and last but certainly not least is uh, the 25th back over at Neon Lights Roleplay um, in our monthly game night. Um, I'm going to be hosting a game show. Um, it's going to be Jeopardy-esque, and it's going to be entirely about birds and nothing else. <laughs> so it's going to be fantastic. It, we're going to have a great time. I, I'm so excited. It's going to be absolute chaos. Um, but uh, that's it for me. Let's keep on keeping on. That's <laughs> so many games. I don't, yeah, I don't know All how this happened. <laughs> well, it, it, uh, yeah. Hello, everybody. If you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Monday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Saturdays at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Although we won't be playing next week uh, because uh, we will have Ted out of town at PAX East. Uh, and we will not be playing on April 1st because I am going to be uh, playing in one of the Mercy Road 4 games. So if you'd like to uh, stop by, uh, Saucefire the DM does 24 straight hours of dungeon mastering 
and I am joining in for that 24th hour as a player. <laughs> so I get to deal with the tired boy, and I'm very excited for it. Sauspire is a great friend of the channel. Speaking of friends of the channel, uh, you can also find me on Sundays at 5.30 or at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on LB Hackamup's channel. We are currently in the latter part of our Monster of the Week game. I think we only have uh, one to two more sessions left, so be sure to check that out. Uh, and at, once that wraps up, I have been working with a certain hype goblin about a Sunday plan. So, hey, hey, keep your eyes peeled for that. But that is it for my opening spiel so i'd like to say once again thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by and join us for this wonderful show thank you to these players for putting up with our bullshit once again this week lex again thank you so much for running this game i am having a blast and we will see all of you all next week all right everybody Bye. -bye.